dialed in to Fox and Brews, you might hear something you can use. Like tips on your cash or tips on the suds. You're gonna want to use the smarts of these stuff. Cause they know the brews. And they know the box. And they know they can't help the stubborn fucks. So listen up, cause shit's not funny. And save yourself some beer money. Bucks. And brews. Bucks and brews. And brews. Bucks and brews. Welcome back to Bucks and Brews. Um, Nick, you've had a hell of a day. <laughs> to say the least. While you're sitting there pouring your beer. Say, when have I ever been? I mean, I've been late, but it's a, I'm just running behind. It's crazy. You are late from time to time. It's only 6.05. We're not that bad this week. Yeah. yeah. So, so um, tell me what you got. I mean, you had these last week, but you didn't drink them. Oh, yeah. I said, but we didn't announce them. So. We did that. All right. What am I drinking? Uh, it's called Kielbasa King. Uh, a mosaic Nelson hopped double IPA. IPA. Um, so from yeah. from from, from uh, hop butcher. Um, what the hell's that? This is located in question mark. I don't know. I'll find the answer. Back you. Not too worried about that. Uh, next two. Um, Save the, the best brewery for yeah, last. Yeah. And then I have a cherry goes. Um, beer with natural flavor added. Mike would Goza. like that. Goza. <laughs> and, uh, and it's so, like watching the Ghostbusters in Boston. He, he's Goza. Gonna, he's, Goza. He's going to call it Goza again this year. Oh, guaranteed. Anderson Valley. Um, let's say it looks like it's California. Anderson Valley Brewing Company in California. Okay. Um, and then one uh, of our favorite breweries. One of our favorite breweries, yeah. Because they gave us a six pack. That's still brewing. Um, and Normal Illinois. Um, Normal. Say the haze between double dry hops, hazy IPA. Um, I mean, you're literally drinking nothing out, right? Yeah. I, I would, drink, I would I, drink the Goza. I almost gave you, like, I was like, oh, I mean, I'm giving the rest of this. And I was no. like, oh, I'm just going to go ahead and drink that. Just drink that. Um, so what, what, do you, what did you come with? I, I have nothing new. So... I decided to uh, take one of the Guinness non-alcoholics and mix it with the caramel apple for like. Yeah. But whose yes. idea was that? That was Mike's idea. Mike goes, you should mix those two. That'll be good. And it is quite good. Yeah. Um, I also have a Labatt's non-alcoholic because I figure, you know, uh, we'll be on this for a little bit. So I might as well have some drinks. Sure. Um, then I have another caramel apple and I'm back to Rourke's French Toast Devil Dog Oatmeal Stout because I love that oatmeal stout. Mike, you got anything? I'm starting with a shotgun twisted pretzel, which right. I've had before, and then I've got from Pear and Brewing a passion fruit goza, so I can pretend I'm you know the evil guy from um, Ghostbusters while I'm in Boston. I mean, technically she was a looking girl, for the but... key bass and the gatekeeper. She was a girl, and I yeah. got. A trick-or-treat still left over from last week. That sounds so good. That sounds good. Um, we have a guest this week, Nick. You do. You like guest week. We love guest week. So we're joined by, I'm going to murder your last name, Sarah, so I'm not even Yep, Sarah Jury. Sarah Jury. So um, we, we have a themed episode this week. We'll get to that in a minute. Sarah, are you drinking anything? I, I just have some water, but I'm really jealous of these dessert beers that you have. I yeah. feel like I, I need like a, a sweet uh, dessert beer. We're, we're a short drive. Anytime you want, we can introduce <laughs> you to some great beers. 
and then you can break Don't some tease me. Um, so before we get into tonight's episode, do we want to talk about stupid shit? You want? I, I kind of do. Um, <laughs> 20 fucking years got me this. Well, oh, that's a really nice, uh, you know. Oh, but hey, the good news is it's designed in Massachusetts. Yeah. It's yeah. not built it's designed there. Um, 20 whole years and 20 fucking is years. Is it collapsible? It is collapsible. I think it costs about $15. I mean, it was between that and free valet, free valet. parking passes at no, the hospital. No, so, you know, you could have donated. <laughs> I could have donated. Yes, I could have donated the $15. You want to donate to our con? 20 fucking years. Yeah, yeah. good for you. I, I was young when I started there. I was young when I started with my job. I was younger when I started my job than you were when you started your job. That is very true. Because you and I are not yet five, are quite five years apart in age. No, but I am younger. I will point that out, even if I look older. What um, else would I shave? I do look a bit younger when I'm clean. You shaved. definitely do, and I'm never doing that. So. Me too. You <laughs> see me shaved. It wasn't I've seen you shaved. Twelve year old. It wasn't. It wasn't intended. I look like Mike, man. Just Mike, Mike fucked up while he was shaving. Oh, did you nick yourself? No, I, just over, I was trimming and I over-trimmed. Mm. Hey, when that happens. Did, did you want to get into any of your bullshit or you want to ignore it? Uh, my bullshit. Um, <laughs> real quick, Sarah, we're not trying to keep you, but we like to talk about how our life is just constant annoyance. Um, so I'm sitting... Disarray. Sick. You can't make this shit up, you right? Really can't. I I'm think sitting, that's everybody's. I'm, I'm sitting watching my daughter do gymnastics, and I get a phone call, and uh, this guy's like, "Hey, you were in here getting an oil change. Want to know how it was?" And I was like, "Yeah, it was fine." He's like, "I think your card was overcharged." And I was like, "All right." Like he goes, "Well, we're we're doing this basically. There's a like I have an open investigation. Will you mind taking a look at shit? I have my bank account. Boom. There's." Eleven thousand bucks just fucking missing. I'm like, oh my! Ah. All right, yeah. I, I said, dude, that's a good day. It's, it's not you, it's me. Somebody forget to do like the uh, decimal plate or for the no. before no. the set. It's so, worse. And so, and it's just, you know, I have a bounce check for this. I have a bunch of other shit. Like literally totaling totaling like eleven thousand dollars. I'm just like, hey, bud. Um, I don't really need to be talking to you at this two seconds. Like I got to figure my life out quickly. I call and I do whatever. Um, part of it is, you know, a couple thousand or a couple thousand dollars of payroll check that is bounced. And I'm like, Hey, did you get that figured out? You think <laughs> and they're, they're like, well, we, we pre-front all this stuff and I don't know how that could happen. And I was like, I don't know either. Right. Like, that's why I'm telling you about it, <laughs> but they'll, they'll make that good. And then, my bank's like, all right, we're going to get into the rest of this really, really quickly because that's a lot of coin. And I was like, yeah. So you know, here I am transferring, you know, shit tons of money over. And it just looks worse because I'm still missing a bunch of money. Like, I overdrafted my account first time in my life. Yeah. Congrats, me. Like, it's, I mean, you really you know, you've always talked about having a cushion, but you don't think of needing a, like, $11,000. <laughs> you know, you think two or 3000 maybe 5000 yeah. I, I mean, this is really good considering, you know, we met up with Nick last night and all he was doing was bitching and moaning about having no money and how much he has to spend on the cruise and he's not going to do anything on the cruise except go gamble to try and win back all of his money. I'm going to win back like 12 grand. Did it okay? work? 
we haven't we're going on the cruise in like six weeks i'll yeah. let you know how good i gamble um okay good as long as i as long as i get my money beforehand this bank better hurry the fuck up drinks are already paid for except when we're on the islands and stuff well, like that well he can stay on the boat and drink on the boat oh. yeah and there's a casino on the boat so i don't like my favorite is you know my wife's like oh you better do other things and i'm like there's a casino there's drinking i don't need anything else you know what I love? I go see the sun. I'm talking to my wife, and she's like, "I'm like, well, why don't you and Courtney and Emerson just go do something when, yeah, and and, and Caitlin when we're you know doing whatever we're doing?" And she's like, "Yeah, but if we go do something, maybe Emerson can't do whatever that is, and then you guys have to babysit." I'm like, "No, we guys don't have to do shit." My daughter's 27. Nick has Nick, to watch his daughter. Nick has like, to I don't have anything. Doesn't bother me, man. We'll just have to be out. We have to be on the family side of the pool or whatever. But I'll be in the peeing section. I don't care. Dude, the peeing section. I love the peeing and non-peeing section in the pool, right? Like, all right. The so drunk, the drunker I get, the more on that side I'm gonna end up being. So we're gonna get. I was gonna <laughs> say, yeah, the the pee section may not be designated by age. Yeah, that's oh, no, 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 it no. definitely is not. It's the old. No, it's, little, it's just with these. There's like a separate like pool on another side of the. <laughs> Yeah, that's for adults. Sarah, I'm not sure if you're old enough to remember back in my day, um, there was a smoking section and a non-smoking section in a restaurant. I, I'm going to say this right now, and it's going to fucking floor you. Yeah. She's older than you. I I mean, she looks 10 times better than the three of us, but <laughs> she's older than you. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know how old you are, though, but I'm almost 41. Yeah, I'm like 60. I just turned 45. Mike just turned 48. I just turned 34. God, I You're the young one. Oh, yeah. The baby of the group. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm full cougar right now. Oh, uh, say. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> no, we, I've never, never had a problem with that in nope. my life. So, um, Why not? So, Sarah, this is a, I'm glad to have you. You, you lost your voice. <laughs> Um, you know, this is this is uh, an episode that some people wonder a lot of things about, right? I mean, well, especially on the financial side. We haven't even described what it was. So Saturday, I sent you and Mike an article about a nurse in, shit, I want to say she was in Ohio. Yeah. Who got fired from one of the facilities because everybody at the facility was pulling up her OnlyFans while she's in a, a patient room. Yeah. So I had mentioned, hey, I think we should do an episode on, you know, people leaving quote unquote normal normal jobs to go and, you know, do their own fucking thing. Yeah. We talk about that stuff a lot. And uh, yesterday I was poking around one of the websites we used to find some interesting guests and I happened upon Sarah. So sent her a message on there, sent her a message on Instagram. And towards the end of the day, Don goes, has she replied yet? I said, no. She goes, and Don goes, go post something on one of her actual posts. I'm like, all right. But like 20 minutes later. See. So it came together so quickly. I like that like you and Don right, are way older than me. Way older. And we right? know how to use so the internet. Much better with technology. Right? <laughs> Dude, I've been good with technology since I was a kid. Like I would have just been because you don't have technology. Like if it was me trying to get Sarah, I would just like stood outside and be like, hey Sarah, you want to come on the show? Oh, she didn't answer. Sucks. <laughs> You only recently got Wi-Fi for your home. I do have Wi-Fi now. Yeah, you've had it for what, two weeks? Yeah, like two old weeks. weeks. 
Um, we are we are no longer <laughs> Amish. She laughs about it like it's not a true fact. Like I didn't have internet or cable for oh gosh, I mean my daughter's seven. I, I'd say ten years now. My wife's been out of high college that long. High school. What <laughs> of so Sarah? We we opened this location two years ago, and one of the drawing points to this location for me was there was an upstairs where Nick and I could podcast from because he was trying to do it via hotspot on his phone and he was dropping constantly. Oh yeah, you can't do it without a, a good signal. Yeah, he well he was and it was ridiculous. The funny part is I think when he was on vacation in South Dakota, he had he was he had better he did have better reception than he did at his house yeah. and my dumbass didn't do it from my phone right i did it from my laptop <laughs> still and i'm carrying my laptop walking around outside like yeah but he drives the hot spot as his internet this is ridiculous. did you have to take take a drink every time he lost signal uh yeah i just sit yeah. there and go yeah next gone again so yeah. we're just gonna talk about other shit and then we come back <laughs> yeah. it was a it was ridiculous so sarah let's say we, we mentioned a little bit about what this is about so tell us a little bit about yourself a little bit about your background and what kind of brings you here today yeah sure so uh, i am in indiana i'm a mama twins well i'm a single mama twins and i've been a teacher for about 20 years so like most of my career i got into informal education pretty quick into my career so essentially most of my teaching career was like teaching field trips and stuff. So that was actually my last job. Um, the program that I worked for actually was started in Michigan and it was a STEM program for kids. So fifth graders would come to us and we would have fun with them with STEM. We would engineer a seatbelt for an egg, run it down a wire into the wall, see if it survived or if it turned into ooey gooey egg death. We would program Lego robots. We would mix chemicals, build molecules. Um, it was a great pro it was a great program. I loved it. It was a great job for being a single mom. It had a lot of flexibility. However, as we all know, teachers are kind of notorious for not making a lot of money. So uh, I have always been like um, a very hard worker, and I would I was doing all these side jobs like. I taught reading tutoring, I bought equipment, I taught myself how to sublimate and make shirts and mugs and tumblers. I got my certificate in group exercise, so I would work out with friends for extra cash. I lost a lot of weight myself, so I would coach people in keto. And I even got into the teeth whitening business. So mm -hmm. I was constantly working some sort of side job just to kind of keep my head above water. And um, despite my hard work, I still kept getting further and further in this poverty cycle. My rent was $1,100. I didn't get health insurance, so I paid $250 a month for that. And my paycheck was like $1,600. So if you do the quick math, basically one whole paycheck went to just health insurance and rent and that didn't include you know the the things my kids needed my car payment my car insurance um so you know during covid um we got some stimulus money we were getting like the child tax credit stuff but 
all of a sudden that all ended. And then we all know how fast that inflation hit with the gas prices going up, groceries going up. So just as a single mom, I just kept feeling the squeeze financially. And I have a friend, she actually lives right over the border in Michigan. And she started an OnlyFans page and she made $10,000. And she was like, hey, uh, I started an OnlyFans page. I'm going to mentor women on how to create this revenue stream. And so like being the entrepreneur that I am, that looked like a very viable option to kind of get my head above water and um, create some additional uh, revenue to kind of help myself out. So I started an OnlyFans page. And my goal was that during July, when I had my month off of work, that I was going to just kind of test it out, see if I was able to make some money on it uh, to supplement my teaching income. Sure. Now, she made... So you, you talked about a couple things. I have a million questions already. Yeah. Um, so she made 10,000, like, in how long did, did she make 10,000? A month. Oh, shit. She made 10,000 a fucking month. Like, yeah. you make 10,000 in a month? Don't fucking make I mean, okay. Yeah. And, uh, Without selling a house, are you making 10 grand in a month? No. Okay. I'm say, I mean, That's what I'm saying. Without, without hustling. Yeah. Right. Um, okay, so she made 10 grand a month. And then... The other thing that you'd brought up, um, sorry, so we're going to talk about the mentoring thing. Well, I'll, I'll ask those questions. Oh, absolutely. Um, but, like, we have to ask the question because there's going to be people that don't know. Because in theory, I actually don't, I, like, I know what OnlyFans is in, in a general sense, right? The right. same as I know what Snapchat is. And yeah. I didn't know that Snapchat was used for certain things because, you know, like, I had no idea because... Because Nick, it, you didn't even have internet. Well, that, right. And like, and, and so it's funny because it just popped up on my on my reminders of Facebook today, and it was like, hey, I jo- I've joined the fun of Snapchat. This was three years ago when they were talking about raiding Area Fifty One okay. because this was COVID stuff, and they were like, so I was like, I downloaded Snapchat because somebody was like, you can go on there and see people snaps. And I was like, Dude, I'm going to watch them raid Area Fifty One. I'm going to watch people either get like destroyed by aliens or something. Like, so that's the only reason I downloaded it. And then people were like. Oh, you're getting into sexting and stuff, and I was like, like, yeah. bro, I, I'm literally just watching other people around the world, like, and I really just want to see these people. And then in my job, right, it was people on strike, and so like yeah. we'd, we'd be watching that for like logistics stuff, and I'm sitting here laughing at all my stuff on the dock, going, "Well, we ain't shipping that today, are we?" So I and I don't even understand fully what any of these. Yeah, so if you could, I, mean, I, I had Snapchat just you know, yeah, just yeah, like years so, ago. If you are familiar with Facebook, yeah. um, OnlyFans is set up almost identical to Facebook. You oh, have, cool. yeah, you have a wall where you post stuff and you have a, a DM section like Messenger where you can message people privately. Okay. So when you have a free page on OnlyFans, there are some rules that OnlyFans doesn't have a lot of rules, but there are some rules. Um, when you have a free page, your free page has to be clean. So like nothing that you, you can't post nudes on a free page on the, on the wall. So if you have a free page, the way you make money is people private DM you, and then you can sell pictures or videos 
behind a paywall. And so it makes it more, it's like a private, I mean, it's more private in a sense than even Messenger because once you post things on OnlyFans, it, uh, OnlyFans copyrights your images. Um, and it, it, essentially it's like a transactional site. Okay. Um, so we're kind of, so basically you can also then control who's seeing, yes. you know, both your clean and your more adult stuff so, and stuff. Yeah. Yep. You can you you can keep it fully non like non, non adult industry, right? And you can you could like make some yeah. money on there, there are people like they might have a cooking show and they post stuff like that. Um, maybe there are people that are into fitness. There are some people they they'll only post like bikini photos. Yeah. Um, so it there's a it, wide range of people that are on there as content makers. Although OnlyFans is known because it is a virtual platform um, around like sex and nude images, stuff like that. Sure. Um, now, I mean, is it like TikTok, I guess, where, or, or you know, where you, you post videos up and then people can buy into that? Or do you? Uh, you are, yeah, live you shows could, or yeah, pre-recorded things. You can you can do both. So um, OnlyFans does have a live button, so you can go on there and then in real time interact with your fans. They can just like on Instagram Live, people can message you stuff. They there are tip options as well. So um, you know if someone wanted you to flash them. And tip you five bucks, <laughs> you know, or whatever. So Shit, virtual we strip did, club. We did it for beads. It's like a virtual strip club, yes. All right, you know how many beads I have at home? Everybody likes to see the boys. I, I'm going to tell you right now. Yeah. Um, where oh, Mike yeah. and I go, you got to pay at least a dollar. I want to make some. Yeah, unfortunately, beads don't work. Yeah. Yeah, beads don't work. Nobody gives a shit about beads anymore. Some tells me by the end of this episode, I'm going to make a shit ton of money. Well, Sarah did say that we could start one. I said nobody's going to pay any of us motherfuckers. You'd be surprised. I just you don't think I would. There are people out there. No, what, 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 you, what, we'll, what we would get would be chubby chasers. looking for people that look like bears. Yeah. Damn right. I'm okay with this. I'm making a dollar. Gay guys do like me. I'm going to go buy Mike Honcho. Let's spread my cheeks, yeah, baby. So this is funny. Like exactly what you just said. I have to, I have to elaborate on this. Yes. So there was actually a conversation at work about OnlyFans. This is why I did not think I was going to get fired. Okay. My boss was kind of perverted all the time. And he would tell us, so we'd have teachers that would come to uh, our program and he'd tell us all the time, like which teacher he thought was attractive, this and that. Did you make the list? <laughs> no, I just remember because we have the same teachers over and over. Gotcha. One of them was a nun. Hell yeah. I find her attractive. <laughs> like that's called a challenge to me, right? Like People, you were into Mother Teresa, weren't you? A hundred percent, dude. Oh, that Jesus old lady, Christ. you know how much money she? Yeah, well, I mean, to say, I'd tell her I was gonna <laughs> say, you say uh, the the flying nun, maybe the flying nun. I don't know about Mother Teresa. <laughs> so, uh, we, I, we had a very, very small staff. It was my boss, my co worker, who was another teacher, and then another co worker who was who kind of primarily worked from home because of some health issues. So, my co worker comes to work. 
and she's been married to her husband a long time. And she's like, Hey, my husband went on a bachelor trip to North Carolina and the guys hired a stripper. The stripper charged $600 just to show up. Okay. And, and my boss and I were like, Whoa, that's a lot of money. That's not tips or anything. So my coworker says, I think I should start an OnlyFans page, but I I'm going to have my husband do it first. He's kind of a bigger guy. She's like, gay guys love him. So she was literally joking about this. Okay. My boss says, yeah, you guys should start OnlyFans pages. You should sell your panties on OnlyFans. Men love buying panties and you would make a ton of money buying panties. Okay, my boss says this to me. Oh yeah. So I have a little light bulb in my head and I'm like, well, my boss is cool with this. My boss is encouraging me to start an OnlyFans and sell my panties on it. Why in the hell would I have thought I was going to get fired when my boss is literally telling me to sell my panties on OnlyFans? So, I mean, that brings up another thing quick, but you can sell your underwear on oh, OnlyFans yeah. too? You, you can sell your underwear. It's, it's not just folk. What? But so I'm... I, People into stinky socks. We have had <laughs> asking for a friend. We have had the conversation with the business here because you know we're a part-time business, yeah. and everybody that works here obviously wants more money. Out, you know, yeah, they, and we pay them very well, but you know, there's only so many out. You don't get OnlyFans money. We don't. Yeah. And if you pay 10k a month, I probably the, come here and work. The joke around here is, I'm going to start selling pictures of my feet online. Right. <laughs> and I, I had the comment the other day. I'm like. Shit, if that make me any money, I'll take pictures of my feet all fucking day. Dude, if somebody would just pay for my pedicures, I'd fucking get my feet. All day. All That's day. See? Yeah, I love to be paid but for see, it. But see, everybody like jokes guy. about it. Everybody yeah. jokes about it. When the gas prices started getting high, I can't tell you, like, how many people on my Facebook page were like, gas prices getting higher, I'm going to start an OnlyFans. Yeah. But I did. Like, I was like. <laughs> She's like, but I did that shit. How long have I you been did. doing this? I had only had my OnlyFans page like two weeks before I got fired. Oh, you got fired? Yeah, okay, she so, did get fired. So, okay. do you listen? Do you look at the texts and stuff that they've sent? Does not. Do you think I have fucking time to talk to you boys besides on here? Like, how many, you do. How many times a day do I receive TikToks from you? That's just it. He sends <laughs> ten TikToks a fucking day. We talked about this. Read, that's, read that's, the that's, read that's the 20? links and stuff he sends you. Instead of getting of me time, it's twenty seconds of me time. I send you important shit. Actually, you should be reading it. You did send me one, and it was like, "What the ass?" Oh but my anyway. god, did you watch that? <laughs> yes, and then I watched Horrible. that. Thing. So back to this. So you had your OnlyFans for only two weeks, and did you get fired because of your OnlyFans? Yeah, I did. But it gets crazy out. how I get fired. This is where it gets like, like I couldn't make this up. So. I, I start this OnlyFans page because I want to have it up and primed and ready to go for July. I have to go back to work for a couple of weeks. I run the summer camp program for three weeks. It's great. It's awesome. My boss sends me a, a big congratulatory text saying, great job, Sarah, on summer camps. They were a great success. Perfect. I uh, start my... Um, it's like the Saturday, my first day of break, I go to the gym and I get this text from this crazy blogger, this 
crazy right wing blogger in the area who targets teachers. And he's like, I see that you are a teacher with an OnlyFans page. I'm gonna tell your uh, work and I'm going to, um, I'm gonna distribute your nude photos from your OnlyFans page. Did you and say I was pay, like, pay me money for it first? Like he had to have paid me for the photos because that was the only way. And, and that's what I told him. I was like, because at the time I only had a free page. So I was like, well, that's weird. I have a clean page. So the only way to get these nude photos was through a private DM behind a paywall. Um, it's not like I was posting nudes on my Facebook page. You can't anyway. Instagram, Facebook, they're very- I know, I just got, I got a ban actually just a little bit ago because uh, I had a meme of uh, Jeffrey, Jeffrey Dahmer that said, five guys, this doesn't taste like five full guys. And he's eating a sandwich. I was like, they, they fucking got me for that. I was like, I was so, nothing bad about it. But so one of the questions we got, I gotta ask. Yeah. This. So since he obviously got these pictures and have distributed them, we talked a little bit ago about, you know, technically they're copyrighted through OnlyFans. Yes. It, is there a possible lawsuit? Yeah, I, you know, I would like to kind of get set up with a lawyer who wants, I need a lawyer who wants the media from this case, um, because this blogger did end up uh, contacting my work within 24 hours, they fired me. Shut up. He, yep. He um, wrote this article. He's actually written five articles about me. But the first one, he distributed my nude photos everywhere over Facebook. Um, not true. I did not get it. <laughs> I was on Facebook. It's because Would you have known to guy, look for it. Yeah, this mm. guy's so crazy and in such a right wing extremist. He yeah, doesn't he probably would actually, have had a block long before these would have happened anyway. I don't yeah, he it. doesn't have a huge following. Not yet. so. But what happened was, um, you know, I live in a small town. So people were like screenshotting the pictures, sending them here, sending them there. And then some like B-level media outlets got a hold of them. So the New York Post wrote an article. The Daily Wire wrote an article. Fox News probably did Sports. something. I mean, it's yep. B-level. You're getting famous on this. Like I did. Actually, on my Instagram page, I'm very popular in Brazil. Oh, Brazil. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Yeah, Brazil. I was How many is a Brazilian? Brazil. Huh? How many is a Brazilian? I don't know. No, you never. You, the, you guys never <laughs> heard that joke? No, we've never heard that joke. Really? Oh, I'm going to use that now. Blonde, when my Brazilians get on my line. The blonde asks how much money you're good. She goes, oh, you're going to go to Brazil. She goes, how many is a Brazilian? No. All right, no. Well, Brazil. you should. You're the only one, motherfucker. Wow, it's fun. That's cute. Anyway, that that, that cool. But it didn't. <laughs> yeah, I'm in the Daily Star in uh, the UK. <laughs> you know that tabloid? Oh, yeah. No. I, the one, we the one do. That, you the don't. Probably you know nothing. We had. 50 Facebook. times before she actually died. Uh, Facebook and uh, 
my Yahoo just will randomly like Yahoo. Well, just send me like a little Who the fuck uses like, Yahoo anymore? Me. Yeah. Yahoo and Google. I was on Yahoo and Google. Thank you. See? Oh, really? I didn't see. This is bullshit. How can I don't find Yahoo mail, but that's all I use Yahoo for. So I, I what... was watching I was watching one of Sarah's Instagram, you know, post things because I don't use Instagram. So I the fact that I could use it enough to contact her was pretty fucking good. <laughs> Um, I I tried real hard so one of the things that really kind of pissed me off because you know I'm that guy uh, she had posted that you know most people that have contacted her have been mean to her really yeah um yeah people who are are supportive will always just kind of be silent it's a business the people who them are the loudest are the people who are like well this is just up you know it was in it's interesting because truthfully it was like a surreal experience you have to think like i'm just like a regular person a single mom trying to earn a dollar you know and the next thing i know like i'm in the i'm in the daily star what is happening like it was very overwhelming and then i realized like all these journalists were writing articles about me and they never talked to me. They didn't know who I was. (laughs) They're just, some of them were fabricating stuff. Some of them were just filling in the gaps because it was like a very sexy story. This teacher who got in trouble for an OnlyFans page. Um, So, you know, in in a way it was interesting because it was like, very dehumanizing and you know I think even you know probably doing podcasts and stuff everyone has a story and Mm -hmm. everyone has a story that would break your heart honestly if you got to know somebody and you 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 found out what's happened in their life so I think that was the hard part was just not really having a voice in the in the media frenzy and well, you know I, that guy no. posted my termination letter as well so it was oh, like sure. some of some of the most humiliating parts of my entire life were broadcasted to is the world public re- is a termination letter a considered a no what record? happened was when he first was doing this and threatening me like losing my job and stuff i went and filed a protective order for harassment well, then I got fired and I submitted my termination letter to the courts as evidence of the harassment. Oh, yep. And so he took the termination letter that I had filed to the courts as a, you know, a record to the courts. And then he used it um, to write another article. And then he had the audacity to put my termination letter behind a paywall. Oh, my God. He has no fans. Did, did all of this, I mean, he has fans, of course. There's people that strive, thrive off this stuff. Um, so now, did it help your OnlyFans with all this publicity? It did. So actually, that media cycle in July, I made $20,000 because um, what happened was, you know, I had grown my OnlyFans page to like 100 people. Uh, organically trying to get my page going and then because the article 
a, a lot of the, the journalists that wrote about me also included my Instagram page or my OnlyFans name. So I had a really great financial month in July um, because basically what happened was all these journalists were giving me free advertising for my yeah. OnlyFans page. It's kind of what I assume would happen. I mean, yeah. and so you, do you use a different OnlyFans name or are you giving us your OnlyFans name currently? Yeah. Does, I make, does that make sense? Yeah. What happened was um, my teaching name was Buttercup and sure. it was this like cute nickname, teacher name. And it was kind of something I would like use on everything. Like my username for everything was Buttercup. Well, I had used buttercup as a teaching my sorry as my only fans name and that blogger <laughs> twisted it in the most perverted way and um so i no longer use like he ruined the name buttercup for me i hired a pr team i've been working with them and uh so now i all, all of my handles now are love underscore miss sarah there you go. I, I will say I, I read that article. It's kind of infuriating. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. He really he really took something like very sweet. I, I, he I think he even mentioned like she makes children call her by her porno name. Like, I, I was gonna ask if I could say that. Yeah. Basically, his article was she makes her her kids call her by her OnlyFans name. Isn't this horrible? Yeah, um, and are they on her OnlyFans? Because I don't think they're fucking old enough to be on there. No, and nobody on my like it was literally the username. It wasn't even like it wasn't even a name people called me. Um, but I was like, oh my god, like what is happening? He damn near insinuated I was a groomer or something, or like kids were not safe with me. And I will say that out of anything that has happened that that really broke my heart because um i've always been an exceptional teacher i'm a mom i'm very loving kids are always safe with me they have been safe they will be safe any child is safe with me um so you know i think it's really a shame that somebody can just slander you like that and ruin your reputation when um you know the truth is every single teacher has a sex life and no. people know that's the done wait 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 you know, the nun probably does time out i need to figure this out so teachers have a sex life yes i'm gonna become a teacher i've been married 12 <laughs> years i don't have one <laughs> you're so full of shit anyway so you're already married you're not gonna it's not gonna one, help huh? you it was not that good of a one. No, that was a great one. <laughs> Coming at I, I had, I had a whole thing. Right I had a whole thing to say, and then you totally fucking made me lose it. I, I, I have you're a sitting here with while you're gathering your thoughts there. No, Mike. A couple, actually. Well, I mean, well, first I'll make the comment that you know, again, this is you know a highly conservative person from a highly conservative area. All right, so he's probably projecting him being a groomer onto you because you know that could possibly be why he doesn't have custody of his own kids Wait, and right. things like that so, but i know one thing we, is it kind of came up when we talked about like here. you know 
would you be able to have like a wrongful termination soon? I think the one thing, and again, I don't know enough about yeah contracts so, and stuff like that, but like, you know, I know sometimes in certain contracts there's like a you know, like ethics or like decency clause, and maybe, you know, I'm sure the quick firing was more to get this guy off their back as quick as possible, but like that's something, you know, but the lawyer will look into it and be like, yeah, you might not win anything because there's this clause that says you probably shouldn't be doing this. And... Well, and that that's so interesting. So this like blogger, this narcissistic blogger has an actual criminal history. So he has a domestic violence charge against his ex-wife. And I was saying earlier, his ex-wife is a teacher, which is why he has this crazy vendetta against teachers. Uh, he has a drunk driving charge. And most recently, he lost custody of his son in the courts. So it's kind of like, listen, you don't get to be the morality police when you have an actual criminal record. <laughs> but they don't care. They're, 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 they're Christians. They go to church. So everything is forgiven. Well, yeah. I'm, I'm going to say this, I, you know, with the, you know, explanation that sometimes I make this shit about myself, but I'm going to make this about myself for a minute. So we had assholes walk past our house a couple months ago. Okay. In June during pride month. And they literally those, those started. Kids. Yeah, it was no, kids. No. They yeah. were like eight, 17, 16 years old. Literally start a fight with my wife over the fact that we are pedophiles and child groomers because she's painted the windows in LGBTQ type, you know, stuff and and we have rainbows and shit around the garden. And You're not at all being supportive of your daughter and other members of that community. Not, not a bit. I mean, you know, it doesn't matter that my daughter is a lesbian. It's just somehow I am now a groomer. And when we were walking out of that restaurant in Lowell after the Pride Festival, you know, oh, yeah, absolutely. Kids, like, you know, basically giving a shit because, you know, we were there being supportive of the community. Well, and in and all honesty, I mean, if we would have known what they were saying before they ran away, somebody might have got their ass beat. Yeah people need to I feel like honestly and like I was saying this guy like I'm not the only teacher he's victimized us. he his his job is victimizing teachers in the area he just tried getting um a high school band teacher fired because he's gay and thankfully he was so mad because the school district hired the teacher back so I felt really glad that that teacher got hired back. But no, this guy keeps doing this. Like this is literally his agenda and, and it's specific to teachers. Uh, he likes to pick on vulnerable populations. It's like teachers, women, single moms, gay people, black people, um, anyone that he, oh, and, and that every article he calls someone a groomer, you know, it's like that's his, like he has no imagination that's all he can come up with but i mean he's, just, he's basically taking a page out of the fucker carlson handbook yeah 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 he he thinks he's some hometown hero and and he's really um a disgusting human being uh people are allowed to have private lives 
And even for me, it's like so interesting because I'm single woman and I've been celibate for a really long time, actually. So OnlyFans was like this really nice, private, uh, consensual, virtual, sexual experience for me to kind of, you know, OnlyFans has this stigma, but as far as people like exploring sexual trauma, kinks, mm-hmm. um, just different things, it's a very safe place to do so. And so here I am like a celibate woman being really responsible with my sexual energy. Like I'm not out getting pregnant. I'm not out getting diseases. I'm not getting mm-hmm. wrapped up in the um, hook up culture that dating sites are so it was like people would have rather me have been bringing you know a revolving door of men into my bedroom and my kids lives I still would have a job if I was like actually sleeping around in person with people but because I started an OnlyFans page it was like I just got demonized and right. um, Timmy's dad yeah but in some cases I mean like if you were what I mean it sounds like you're even like I said, if you were doing the, you know, the other, like, you know, yeah. the revolver, you know, you seem like you're still private enough. Cause I mean, I know people who are private and, you know, basically live their lives in social media. And it's like, again, every other week, it might be a new, you know, significant other or whatever. And I mean, if he wants to look for it, he's going to be like, oh, well, now she's, you know, she's not doing, she doesn't have an OnlyFans page, but now she's got a different boyfriend every other right. week. And, right. and, you know, I do feel like there, need, there needs to be like um, a line between what's your employer's business and what is not. Because when I went to work, I always had, you know, I was an exceptional teacher. I always had great reviews. Um you know, the kids really loved me. I, I made my classroom really fun. And I was a professional as I was expected to be a professional in that classroom. Um, but, you know, I'm, every person is a sexual being. And it's just crazy to me that there's so much shame and there's so much stigma around sex. And, you know, for me, kind of going out and talking about it, one of the things I just want to keep talking about is the fact that OnlyFans is a, is a great site for pe- to, people to explore that stuff. It's a very safe site. And I will say that I've met the kindest uh, men on OnlyFans. They're just the nicest. Well, this is something that irritates me a lot. So, you know, I, I'm very liberal. and It irritates Nick extent but when we look at jobs in this country it's it's always about perception and the perception for you know somebody that doesn't only fans or a prostitute or a stripper or whatever is well that's not really working that's just selling your body mm-hmm. um and that's just horse shit it's work well and so you know so, as much as it sucks to say right so so I was at the strip club talking to my very good friend, got a little drunk, uh, you know, somebody, you know. That didn't like, happen. You never get drunk. I called my mommy. Um, <laughs> got a ride. To pick you up. Yeah, of course. Because you're responsible, unlike other people. And uh, so, you know, they're like, oh, man, what would you do if your daughter became a stripper? And that's what she wanted to do. 
right? Like she, she better, like, I will sit and talk to her and say, Hey, look, do what you got to do. But like, you better fucking work while you're there. Right. Like your goal isn't to be this, like your goal is to make a fuck ton of money as quick as fucking possible and get to the next fucking stop. Like, I, I don't, in theory, I don't really care. Like it sucks. Right. And it's whatever. I would never go do like, I would never go. And, but I would walk her through and say, look, you better fucking make sure that you're the best at what the fuck you do and how you do it. Right. Like 100% sure. Like if she got in the adult industry, it crushed me even more. But, like, you better be the fucking best at what you do and get the fuck out. Well, you know, and all, all three of us have girls. Yeah. And, I mean, you know, I, I told Caitlin, so, quick story. Um, Sarah, obviously, you don't know this because you don't know us. But uh, my daughter a few years back is, like, she went to her mom and she goes, I don't know if I like girls. And I listened to my wife, him and Haw, about it for, like, I don't know, five minutes. And I go, I can find out. And she goes, well, how can you do that? I'm like, I'll take you down to the strip club and uh, we'll know in five fucking minutes. So I got a hold of Mike over there. I was there. I said, hey, Mike, uh, you want to hit angels with uh, me and Caitlin? She thinks she might like girls. And he goes, yeah, that's cool. Let's do that. So we go. (laughs) And uh, it's probably the greatest tipping story ever. Uh, Mike and I are like, Caitlin, we're going to show you what to do. So we go up there and I, I tip the girl and Mike tips the girl and Caitlin launches a dollar bill. Like five <laughs> fucking feet. Go get it. And, and runs back to the table. And runs she back to the she table. was into women. Yes. Who's so, nice? Oh, who's nice? She got, better. she got better by the end of the day. Okay. She did get better. I've got to add this because we talk again about, you know, the taboo. So same club. A, somebody I used to work with, I work in the uh, medical research field. Um, one of the people who worked in our lab, she worked there for probably a little over a year. Before she worked there, she had pretty much been full-time as a bartender at the same club. She was still doing part-time. When she quit, she's like, I, I made more money being a bartender Yeah. at this place. And I, I mean, she's moved toward the end of her career there she would do one night one day a week she would dance and you know instead of bartend it was one of their usual slower days in her so but still i mean it's one of those things even there i mean if you can make more money doing something why does it matter i mean it's all about yeah but i guess kids and your for for me it's kind of like all these people that were like um questioning my morals in a sense and I'm like listen my morals are on par I'm a single mom baby I gotta provide for my children that's where my morals are okay at any cost I'm gonna provide for my kids and I'm gonna get us out of this poverty cycle but the bigger question is why as a female did I go to school get a bachelor's degree and why are teachers paid so poorly that everyone's okay with teachers getting paid poorly and having to work two three seven jobs just to survive but I can make a lot more money taking my clothes off that is not a Sarah morality issue that is a societal morality issue um you know it's because as a society we pay for what we value and people are crazy about sex and people value sex 
and sex sells. Teaching does not sell. The government has not figured out a way to profit off of schools. The only people that have found a way to profit off of public schools are the testing sites. So what does every teacher have to do? They have to test their kids to death because uh, the testing companies have found a way to profit off of kids. But because the if government- you have to prove you taught the kids what they are supposed to learn. You got it. And because the government cannot monetize education, they pay teachers like shit and it's wrong. And there is a mass exodus of teachers. And unfortunately, uh, the, the way the government is uh, accommodating that is by requiring less from teachers. So now you can have you know, a, a high school diploma and be a substitute teacher. That's so, a true statement because my dream job just came available. I might apply. I think in Michigan you have to have a bachelor's. Like yeah. I can be a substitute teacher. No, there was a fuck. I mean, Mike can be a substitute teacher. I think you're. Yeah, no, there was a there was a, it, there was a gym a teacher state, position a available. State, the state the state set the yeah. requirements. The national report. It's just it's, it's like the same as minimum wage. The national the nation itself has a standard for minimum wage. The nation is, a, as by themselves, has a standard for what a substitute teacher needs to have, and then the states can go above that. Well, yeah, well, I mean, you, go below it. If you start reading into the the teacher shortage, well, well, first of all, people keep calling it a teacher shortage. We do not have a shortage of teachers. There are plenty of teachers that are certified, licensed, and want to be in the classroom. But you you do have a shortage of people that are not willing to put up with the behavior issues of the kids, the behavior issues of the parents, the constant testing, the, the constant having to work outside their contract hours and not get paid for it, and also being paid so poorly. That's what you have a shortage of. Well, that's... That's a lot of it right there is, you know, we look at what we value and, and you said it earlier, we value things in this country that probably don't make any fucking sense. So we'll pay, you know, 20 bucks a month to be on OnlyFans. Yeah. But we're not going to buy school supplies for the teacher that's teaching our kids. Now, I know you will because you've done that many times. But and I've done it. Yeah, but there are plenty of people that are like, "Fuck it, it's not my problem." They can buy their own fucking supplies, which yeah, is the and it's, the same, it's the same people who won't tip yeah. servers and bartenders. Correct. It's like, yeah. well, they should get paid. Teachers more. barely make anything, and if you went into a government-funded classroom, the walls would be bare. Every yeah. every teacher in this entire country, if you walk into a classroom and it looks welcoming and colorful, it's because they spent money out of their own pocket to buy the borders and yeah. the butcher yeah. paper and the decorations to make it look, you know, yeah. a certain for kids. Because most of the other educational things are probably stuff that have been around since like the alphabet boards on like early elementary stuff that have been around since I was in elementary school. Yeah. And you know that was subsidized by the government and stuff like that and come on you, you see you're lucky enough to live in indiana we, we, we are unlucky we've been, we're in michigan we've got betsy DeVos who 
has the oh plan God, to get us all me. in for-profit and private schools and then this entire teacher thing won't be an issue though people will go and uh worse than student debt to be able to take send these kids to these schools and it's well, a mess know, when we look at it i mean you know i i, I because of my my job i've met some great teachers mm -hmm. and they are just shoved out the door as quickly as possible because they fight yeah. for what they want for their kids yeah and administration doesn't give a shit and parents don't give yep. a shit and just get rid of this person because they're making too many waves yeah. and i was always like said i've met a lot too you know after my divorce i got active in the pto i've always you know been active in scouts and everything and you do you when you're getting more you know involved in the schools you do learn that these teachers really do care i mean there was one yeah. at my kids elementary that you know, she was one, she was a close to retirement, so she sometimes would get up and get into work until, like, maybe 15 minutes before the bells were going to ring, but she was there until, like, 8 o'clock at night. Yeah, yeah. And then she, she would go home, she said she'd grade papers until, like, 11, and then she'd go to bed and yeah. start the cycle again at 7 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, and that, that was kind of even, like, me just being a single mom, I would... I would go to work, I would teach. We had an after school program that we had to do. So I would go to the after school program. I would come home, I would teach reading tutoring, and then I would make t-shirts up until bedtime. And you, you know, I think that's the the one of the, the elements of my story that wasn't shared was that I didn't just sign up for OnlyFans because I wanted to be some porn star. I signed up for OnlyFans because I was a single mom on a teacher wave getting further and further in a poverty cycle and I was looking for any way to help myself. And so even though so many people like villainized me, um, I think there's so many important conversations that my story can bring up. We can talk about teacher pay, we can talk about the benefits of virtual sex, um that, that that really there's a important way that that platform can help people there there's a lot of healing that can happen for people around sex and sexuality on OnlyFans that we don't have conversations about or people aren't privy to because they're not necessarily on the site or the platform um and then really kind of deep diving into yeah, why would a teacher resort to, to going on to OnlyFans? Why is she not able to make uh, a, a decent wage? Um, and why are we not treating our teachers better in this country? And I like the fact of what you said about it's more than just, in a, a, you know, for the people who like get on there and pay for content or whatever, like a sexual release. I mean, you're talking about things like you know it can help with people who are like what is my sexual identity what is my gender identity what is my you know you mentioned I know early on you know people who you know been victims of sexual abuse and it gave them a safe place to heal and I mean that yeah. to me is like so important it is it's a that very you're, the people don't 
fully understand that you can get that from a site because all they see is you know your you know a picture version of like Pornhub or whatever or uh you know yes. individual version of Pornhub you know where there's that yeah you know, the multitudes um, of people in every scene so you know it's interesting because even on OnlyFans like there's one guy who cross-dresses and so you know that is not always a safe thing. He doesn't feel safe doing it out in public, but he yeah. feels safe with me and he shares pictures and, you know, we have fun with it and I don't judge him. And, um, you know, if you really think about porn, first of all, even those right-wing conservatives are watching it. I don't care what yeah. people say. It's a billion dollar industry. Let's just yeah. stop with the bullshit. Everyone's watching porn. It's fine. Um, we're, we're sexual beings, but, if you think of porn, it's like a static experience. It's you're yeah. just watching. But on OnlyFans, why, why, what's going to drive a person to go to OnlyFans? What, what's missing in a lot of people's lives? Connection. connection. Yeah, connection. People are very lonely. People are very lonely. Sometimes people, I make most of my money in the DMs because people like, to have someone to talk to. I talk to, I, I talk to men about their weight loss journeys. I talk to men about their mental health journeys. I talk to men about things that might be going on in their marriage, what they're struggling with. Um, and especially with men as a whole, one of the things I talk about on my page a lot is mental health. I check in with them. How are you doing? Um, how's your mental health? Because we don't as a culture support men in talking about their mental health. So sometimes men don't reach out, but they're, they might be more likely to talk to a pretty girl and only fans about things. So um, I know that there's like all this stigma and all this judgment about OnlyFans, but when you're really on the site, there are some really important and meaningful connections that are happening. Um, and I do take that like very, I take it very to heart um, because people are sharing personal personal things about their lives. I share personal things about my life, about my story, how it's affected me. Um, we have an epidemic of loneliness, even though there's, we have social media, um, people are very lonely and lonely is not an emotion. We let people express. You can say anything else except I'm lonely. Yeah, and Bucks and Brews, I mean, they've done, you know, one episode that, and it was very early in the pandemic and it was very much a mental health based episode where like five or six times, you know, they brought back up like the suicide hotline numbers and websites. And so, I mean, you know, we're, you know, three guys who very much understand, you know, mental health and we, we will talk to each other about our mental health. So like you said, it's not a common thing for guys to do but you know it's something that once you realize you can be safe with other people and do it yeah. you're willing to and yeah and I mean like I said to give that is like a big thing I said I may find a way to follow you more from a perspective of when you talked about what you did as a teacher or whatever I'm like I'm very active in the scouts and learning like some of this like stem type stuff to be like hey let's do this. It's like, it's always about, you know, what fun little things can we do to teach science, math, and all that yeah. kind of stuff. You got to make it fun. Yep. Well, and just hitting on the mental health thing, 
one of the things I've always done with the girls I coach, hey, I go to therapy every week. Nothing wrong with it. Yes. Probably keeps me from killing people. It definitely that's, that's does. That's the key thing for him. It's not killing himself, it's killing people. Other people. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, that's the thing is like, I, I think this is giving me like such a different perspective on men. You know, I'm learning a lot as well. Um, and just these dynamics between men and women where the dating sites were like really, really unhealthy. Like, I feel like they're very predatory. They're very manipulative. So I feel like on OnlyFans, I am much more respected and seen which I know it sounds counterintuitive, but it's really true. Like, um, and it's, it's a platform that has a lot of healing capabilities. If people can just be open-minded about the brilliant ways that you can use virtual sex. I mean, think about people that might be disabled in some sort of way they they're still sexual beings think about older people one of my fans is widowed and he he just lost his wife he's lonely he still has sexual needs but he doesn't want to go out and date so what's wrong with him being on OnlyFans and having having a, a virtual experience and and having someone to talk to it's like in the midst of all of this we've almost like lost our humanity and compassion for people. Like people are going through it. People are, people are having hard times. People are suffering silently. And um, if OnlyFans is a platform for people to find connection, then I think that's a beautiful thing. And there's more to OnlyFans than just the sexy pictures. Yes, that's one part of it. But there's a whole behind the scenes part that uh, people don't know about. And it's, it's a, I, I think the platform, if we can talk about the capabilities of it more, gosh, how it could just be used in, in such a really good and powerful way, especially as we talk about, you know, people are so anti-abortion, anti-choice. Okay, then why are we not promoting virtual sex? That should be like on the top of the list uh, as a way to manage your sexual energy. So, um, yeah, I think I'm just, I just want to keep having these open conversations because I feel like when you talk about it, um, it can bring about a lot of good change and good healing for people. Well, I, I think a lot of the reasons why we don't push people in those directions is control. You know, you have different sides of the aisle here and and one of them is hey it's a woman's body and she can do whatever the hell she wants with her body and the other side is i just want to control people yeah i mean i agree but i also like the more i think about things right it becomes a i don't it if i have more people that fail than me right like a fat person, right? They always hang out with other fat people because they're not the fattest one, right? You always bring, I, don't, I don't hang out with you for that reason. <laughs> you just bring, letting you know. You always bring in the more fat people. You know what I'm saying? But like, no. I don't so, think you do that either, in all honesty. No, I don't. No. I mean, like, one of our favorite people to have around is Mikey, and he's the skinniest of all of us. So it makes us all look true story. But the, the point is, 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 right? So like, they wouldn't have anybody to blame when failure happens, mm -hmm. right? So like, um, you know, if, if if you did everything they wanted, 
and cut it off. Oh man, you know, so now you're, you stop abortions, right? Oh man, those people are taking all the money for all these kids and we're raising these kids. And it's like, you fucking did that. Like, no, I didn't. I didn't, I didn't spread my legs. Right. You didn't. But in theory, you did nothing to help this. Um, right. They're not even giving any money to those things. Yeah. It, it's like Carlin said 40 years ago. No neonatal care, no Head Start, no preschool, no school lunch, no nothing. Yeah. Okay. It's get yeah. that bored and then get them the military age. Correct. They well, they, they, they love live babies age. and dead soldiers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, um, but even dead babies, because look at the schools and they're getting shot up yes. every year. Yeah, and they they everybody, there. everybody says prayers. But nobody does a damn thing about it. Like, it's sick. It's really, like, it's distorted. And I just feel really offended by the fact that people want to throw their opinions around and place so much shame on people for being human, but not actually implement the, the right type of education to, to help people, to empower people. You know, for me, it's like in, in, our, in my city... At the abortion clinics, you have these uh, uh, religious zealots out yep. there shouting at They're the people. same stupid ass shit. Yep. It's Literally. the same stuff. There was a man there loading a gun to intimidate people at the abortion really? clinic. Really? Oh, yes. you should, you should it's have called me. It's, it's, it's only about the life me. of the baby. They don't care about it. They would we would have shown up with our guns. They would, would shoot that mob to keep her from so getting happily, an abortion. Yes, right? They would probably kill the baby too. Yeah, it's, it's especially if they're at the age where they can still, get the, you know, but, point but in the, their pregnancy, they can still get an abortion. Yeah, but the problem is like because we, we have this like bipolar culture that on one hand we're so obsessed with sex, it's sex, 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 sex. But then on the other hand, it's like all this shame around sex and how mm -hmm. dare you be a sexual person and and especially if you're a woman. God forbid you want to, you have any sexual desires at all, but we don't implement the right type of education. So then you have kids who are going to grow up and they're going to be sexual beings. We don't educate them. We don't explain to them how to manage their sexual energy in responsible ways. We don't provide them with birth control. We don't provide them with um, contraceptives. We don't provide them with condoms. And so of course you're going to have this issue. Like you can't meet someone in, the, in their shame on the back end of it when you did nothing to prevent it or empower people on the front end like like sex is nothing to be ashamed of it is something to be um discussed educated on um because every single living person is a sexual being so this it's just a missed opportunity oh, i mean you're you're, you're I, a lot of hair leslie hope would you agree she's a long-haired Leslie Nope? A little bit, yeah. I, I will I will say this. So we're all parents here. And Sarah, I don't know the ages of your kids, but I, I would assume you have the youngest child. I have a seven-year-old. And I know with my daughter, when she hit a certain age, we're like, yeah, if you have questions, just come to us and we'll answer whatever questions you have. We don't really give a shit what they are. Yep. And... You know, I remember the one guy she dated before, you know, she decided, not even decided, before she discovered she was a lesbian. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah it's not a decision. It wasn't okay. a decision. She discovered she was a lesbian. 
I, I remember, you know, finding messages that I didn't really like. And when we asked her about him the next day, she's like, yeah, I totally told him I want to sleep with him. And I'm like, you know what that means, right? And she goes, yeah, we'd hold each other in bed and sleep. <laughs> yeah, that's not what it fucking means. It yeah, maybe if you go with maybe if you use the word spoon, it would be no, that way. Correct. But, and and I remember the kid coming over to my house, and I basically told him, "Listen, she's not ready to have sex. And if you want to do something with her, you better be willing to do it with me first. And I told you I would. I know you. <laughs> I, I am not looking. Um, I, I think so. But that bring, you know that really brings up the important conversation about consent. Mm -hmm. and what that looks like and what that means and and the fact that we're not talking about the consent and what that looks like and feels like and means with young men and women mm -hmm. as they're entering you know the the phase of being sexually active uh and you know one of the the things about only fans is everything is consensual mm -hmm. so right. there there is this brilliant opportunity to teach about consent in a virtual platform and i will say with my fans they're always the utmost respectful even it, it, with requesting things you can request customs and stuff one i never do anything i'm not comfortable with and two pretty much any every man asks and it, it's a consensual thing so yeah no i agree with you like this concept of consent is um a conversation that we are not shouting from the rooftops about and i think it's creating this dysfunctional relationship between men and women where men feel like they need to manipulate women for sex and i see it again and again on these dating sites even with grown men mm. and it's like listen you don't need to you don't need to manipulate if you're being true with your intentions because then guess what as a woman I get to decide, do I consent to this or not? But what I don't like is this whole hookup culture that's been created. It's very predatory. It makes people feel like consumables. And uh, being on those dating sites was way more detrimental to me than being on OnlyFans. Well, I, uh, I, I hate dating sites because yes, I'm the one, I'm like you, I'm the, you know, Currently single, celibate since my divorce and all that, and you know it's like dating sites were absolutely positively horrible. Like, horrible. and I mean, even honestly, from a man's perspective, Adam, I mean, there were just so many that you know I would. There, there were plenty of I don't even know if you consider them. You know, maybe they were men too, but I mean, it was catfishing even from. Quite often, like, you know, I'd start, you know, chatting with somebody, and they'll be like, oh, let's chat, you know, here. And, it, you know, if you know enough about, you know, addresses, you're like, oh, basically, you're pointing me to your, you know, topless page that you want me to pay for. And this was pre OnlyFans. I haven't been on a dating site for, well, I mean, I currently am still officially a paid member of, um, harmony but that's only because my account lasts for like another month but yeah they, i haven't been on that in over a year yeah yeah they're very predatory and i feel like 
until men and women start having really honest and open conversations about things, there's just going to continue to be this rift between them. And um, it's just going to get bigger and bigger. I feel like there, there are some really important conversations to be had so that there can be some real healing between the sexes. What's your, you know, like your thought about consent? Because even like when I would be like in relationships early on, like to me, the first yes was always a maybe. I'd be like, are you sure? And then maybe, maybe the second yes was the yes. And I'd be like, the maybe was always a no. Like if they got a, well, maybe it was like, oh, I'm just going to put it off. You know, well, you know, next time we go on a date, I'll, I'll try it again. Well, and, you know, I, I'm going to ask this question because, you know, Mike and I both being introverts and not really talking to other people, Nick being the opposite of us. Um, ha have you noticed that a lot of your or even half of your subscribers tend to be introverted? Um, you know what, that's a good question. That might be like a good demographic question. Um, but I imagine so. Um, just because they seem to really like to do the chatting like virtually and stuff. Um, you know, I think not everyone feels very comfortable socially, not everyone feels that comfortable or confident in the in the dating realm. Uh, maybe they were recently divorced and it's been a long time and stuff so so there might be like a mixed bag but definitely um i th i feel like it would be interesting to do like a case study on the type of men that go to only fans and in and create accounts there and stuff um just to kind of see um you know is there is there a certain personality type or is there certain reasons that people might go. Um, I just have my own antidotal data from, you know, what I collect and stuff just from chatting with people and what I've learned over the last couple of months. Well, I, I think the widow aspect is, is a pretty good read on that because, you know, I've been with my wife for what, 22 years? And I wouldn't know the first fucking thing to do if something happened to her. Oh, man. I So you say that, but like, I was talking to a very good friend of mine. And he's like, man, I'll never get married again. And I was like, you know what the fucked up part is? is probably will just because I don't know what the fuck to do. <laughs> you know? Again, I would say, never get married, but I would have a maid. That's the yeah. shit I want done. I think it's a personality thing. Because, I mean, you look so, at, you know, my ex is an example. She between her first two divorces, she was in a serious relationship before the ink on divorce, before probably the ink was even placed on the divorce papers. Yeah. So I, was the second, you, I was the second marriage. Were you? Yeah. And the guy she he, ended up marrying the third time, yeah, she was dating him, like I said, three months after we divorced. So she basically started trying to date the minute like we separated. Yeah, and I feel like that's very typical for people. It's a very hard thing to be single. I, I'm not going to lie. And a lot of people don't want to deal with it because it's a very lonely experience. You have to do a lot of healing work on yourself. But then you have the other extreme, which is someone like myself, who like I haven't been in a relationship since my divorce either. So I'm kind of the opposite end of the, yeah. the spectrum, like, uh, the one date wonder, 
so I did the same thing. Like there were, I've gone on a small handful of dates, but it's always been one date, and then yeah. And actually, what finally broke it is there was one, and it was probably just over a year ago, and it was had somebody I was kind of interested in meeting. You know, we ended up putting it off a little bit. You know, had some stuff go on, and I looked at just kind of my schedule for like the next like two to three months and it's like something going on this week got something going on this week I got you know and it's like everything and like the cruise that I went on with you know that ugly guy had the glasses over there you know and his wife and daughter and stuff like that and you know it's like I just saw all this stuff and I'm like like you know maybe it's not that good of an idea that we necessarily meet right now it was like that was just like the point that put in the, the last year no interest in even date trying to meet somebody yeah well once you once you've been like single a long time i think it gets it gets harder and harder i think to um be be ready for something like that but i think that's why only fans for me as well has been like a really good and healing experience and it's helped me kind of really be able to think about okay what type of person do I want in my next relationship and uh, I think you only have to be like with one narcissist one time ever in your whole life <laughs> you know one's enough I mean that kind of like that is one of my questions I guess you said um do you think OnlyFans holds you back from like finding your next love? I mean, um, yeah, it, it's hard to say because I've been single so long, like five years. Um, but it adds, it adds a new challenge because now all of a sudden, um, like if dating was hard before, all I get asked all the time is like, can I make content with can I make content with you and well, it's like that, that's another question I have I mean honestly yeah. do you I mean right do you do you partner in, in your content and then how does that partnership split like I have another question kind of above that yeah. like in the business side of things like because what you do is a business right like yeah, yeah. as much as some people will say like but like in the end you're making money for what the fuck yeah um right do you that's a job Right, so like you're celibate, you've said for this long. Like, do you have partners in this, and and or I don't know. Do you do women, women, women? You said your friend is down the road. Like, I don't know how this works in general sense. Yeah, that's a good question. So right now, well, since I've been celibate for so long, all of my content is just solo. It's just me. You're just gonna get me. Sure. But the more that I'm on the site, the more I do feel like it it might be a natural segue to start incorporating content with another person um but you know i think i'm just gonna have to figure out like is this a person that this is gonna just gonna be like purely a business uh making content with or am i gonna be lucky enough to find someone that i could actually date and making content as part of our relationship so I don't know. I mean, I feel like since I'm just gotten into OnlyFans myself, uh, there's a lot to kind of be determined, but there is a lot more money to be made when you're doing content with other people. So, so, so there are people that 
Oh, it brings me to another question, right? Do you do you see this going any further in that sense? I mean, adult industry, right? Like, yeah, actual, right? Like, I mean, yeah, do, penetration of, of a sense, right? Like, yeah. yeah, you know, I feel like at this point in time, with everything that kind of transpired, being in the news, getting fired from my job. There is a part of me that feels like, okay, Sarah, if this is all going to happen, you need to make damn well that it's worth it for you. You know, oh, like, sure. like, like barely making on OnlyFans what I was making as a teacher is like, it's not going to cut it. <laughs> so it's like, that was the whole point of starting on OnlyFans was to help myself financially. So, you know, I feel like as I'm getting more comfortable making content, um, there are some real big decisions that I plan on making as far as where can I really make money in this industry. I thought I was going to be more the MILF category, but then I found out like every man has a teacher fantasy. So, you know, they say everyone gets your 15 minutes and I feel like I want to make the most of mine because um, it's an opportunity to give my kids a better life, you know. Sure. Uh, I'm going to say something stupid here. And I, I can say this because two of us went to the same high school. Uh, I ran a teacher that looked like you, Sarah. Mike? Oh, no. I'm not going to lie. No fucking way. You, you, you would be school. the one that, yes, you would have been, in high been my teacher, you'd have been the only one who would have been made the hot for teacher video. Oh, absolutely. I got lucky. I had like three. I mean, right? I I did. I'm just that was kind of because honestly, when I looked at some of Caitlin's teachers, yeah. I'm like, where the fuck was this one? I just like school. Well, I mean, part, you look at it, part I was mean, look at look at it from my at least elementary perspective. Yeah, but I yeah, went to well, the, Catholic, the small Catholic yeah. school. Let's say yeah, and, I, and you and, 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 and didn't want you because you were too clingy to your mother. Yes, why you stopped being me. Catholic? So. But even in high school, yes. I mean, every once in a while, there'd be a somewhat cute student teacher. But yeah, the yeah. full-time teachers yeah, were the normal any, teachers uh, we had, like the regular everyday teacher. Like some of them, I loved to death. Yeah, but it was awesome. no, no. Miss Tomlinson was awesome. Yeah, no, who? Oh, there was definitely Miss Tomlinson. Oh my God, Miss Tomlinson is still one of my favorite teachers of all. But fucking still, time. I, I look at it from that. I mean, there were only like. What, seven or eight I think female teachers and like 25 male teachers yeah there were not a lot of a lot of girls and it was yeah the couple of math teachers the language teacher the art teacher I mean the art teacher may have been kind of cute but she was kind of hippie looking yeah I never I never had art so we we had good looking male (laughs) teachers though too I'm not gonna lie about that we had a couple good looking male teachers I when I used he used to get so pissed off that I called Clark Kent like swear to god God damn it, I look at fucking Superman. I was like, yes, you do. What up, Clark? Who would like, get pissed about that, honestly? So, I mean, honestly, the, I, the best looking male teacher we had was, was Rod Reapier. Oh, don't get me wrong. I mean, we had one in middle school that was an underwear model, right? Like, he was like a 60 year old guy. My, my, my stole shit over here. But he was the coolest teacher ever. He, he was a cool <laughs> teacher. All right. I say, we have to get us back into this off the teacher oh. subject. Cause... Uh, you boys, I like to teach your subjects here. Well, I mean, is there any? I mean, are no, you pretty much on. at this point done with teaching, or is there a part of you that would be like, you know, 
get back into the teaching if you knew you could be at a school district that wouldn't judge you for the fact that you have an OnlyFans? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Because I'm so trying to get my footing and like figure out yeah. my next steps, what I'm going to do with my life. Like I was not planning on leaving teaching. The saddest part for me about the whole freaking experience, honestly, is when I started at that job, my kids were in preschool. I have twins and I taught fifth graders. And this year they were going into fifth grade and I was going to have them in my class. So oh. that, <laughs> yeah, I had worked with their principal to bring them to the program and everything. So, you know, I had to like break that news to my kids. Like mommy was fired from teaching and you know, I tried yeah. to just kind of say, without like, quite explaining to them why you were fired from teaching because mm -hmm. they're not quite probably ready for that yet, even though yeah, they're at the age where mommy's a model now. That's just what, I, <laughs> yeah, that's just what I said. But, um, yeah, yeah that so part, your, your, that kids are, your kids are older than Nick's, but a couple of years younger than mine. Yep, they're 10, so they're fifth grade. Yeah, I've got a sixth or not a sixth, a seventh and an eighth grader. Yep pictures of that um all right so you know with only fans again i don't know how it works what's the lowest price i guess that you could get something for and what's the highest like like does only fans set your cost or do you and then um with that what percentage does only fans take yeah, that's, these are great questions. Uh, so this is kind of the business side. So oh, yeah. I'm, I'm a it's person. a financial podcast. Well, so, much be on so as much as my um, brain is uh, perverted all day, every day, like I'm still a young kid. I'm straight business. Like how can I make the most money? Cause yeah, I'm going to sell this body. How am I going to make some money out of only fans? <laughs> so the it nice means, thing about only fans is that content makers get to set their own prices. So when you have a free page and you set a picture behind a paywall on the feed or behind a paywall in the messages, the lowest price that you can set it at is $3. And I think $100 is the highest that you could set it at. Okay, um, there are so limits, just there not, are they're, limits. they're wide enough that. No, and I, yeah. I, I don't mean to be raunchy in a sense. Okay, yeah, so. Yeah. And also you have to realize I'm probably the cheapest out of all of us here. Yeah. Um, so, right, like three bucks. I don't know. Feet. I mean, Dave is part Jew. Yeah, but like, okay, so now like, do you, when you pay three bucks, do you know what you're getting? Right. So like, I would yeah, assume there's some, there's some people I can get a bikini of for three bucks. And there's some people I could probably get full spread Eagle. And I mean that in a nice way, right? Like, so on inside the um pay-per-view okay. uh there's two things that people do you can write a caption about what you're posting or pictures and then there's a little button there where you can actually give like a preview so sometimes i'll do like if i'm posting a video i'll take a screenshot of it and give you a preview um and then that way people can decide but what i what i did like maybe a month ago was I have my free page and I have like 4,000 subscribers there, but I have my, I have a subscription page. So for $11 a month, if you subscribe to that page, um, you get guaranteed messages. You get all my content free. I actually do a dick. All, rate all of your content? 
All what, the what? content. Yeah. So you broke up a little bit there. Uh, right. All I heard was you get a oh, dick discount something. rate. It's like you said, like a dick something. And I'm like, you get a dick rating report card. I made a little report card up, and men love to get their dick rated. So Wait, I. So you get things back? Huh? Like people can send you back pictures? Oh, yeah. They could send pictures and videos to me too. Does it cost so if you they... money if I send you mine? No, I don't pay for yours. Wait, are you so I have to pay to see you and you either get to see mine for free? Yeah. Nobody and wants I'm, to see yours, Nick. Bullshit. I'm, no, I'm gonna tell you I'm right now, nobody wants to see yours because I remember my wife going, I'm now seeing your assistant coach's dick. Yeah, that's <laughs> exactly. Anyway, but like and you I'm, don't have to pay for mine. Picture and I'm gonna rate it, and then you're gonna what? pay me to rate. I'm gonna penis. pay you to to like shit. talk shit about me. No, oh, I never, I, I don't do like humiliation. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? You're not gonna be like, you're not gonna be like, time out. Hold on. First of all, men love dick pics. We know this. If you're on a dating site, you're gonna get unsolicited dick pics. Men love taking pictures, they love sending pictures. But phrase the term. Boys like sending dick pics. Yeah. I, I, I would I, like I, that I because like I'm that. not sending dick pics. Wait, I mean, wait, wait, wait. Because <laughs> I know what Mike's going to say. I have sent a dick pic, but it was not my dick. That's fact. And it lie. was only to a scammer. Here, here I am. Yeah, here I am yeah we, we like to catfish yeah. the catfish. I probably, the, I probably sent my wife a dick pic last year. Nice. Even though she tells me all the time she doesn't like a dick pic. I still, I still have probably sent my wife a dick pic last year. I asked my wife what she would do if I sent her a dick pic. She goes, I'd punch you right in your dick. Oh, no. I just... Well, tell her every time you send her a dick pic, you'll pay her for it. And I bet that'll change my <laughs> I bet what? I mean, she wants to like, uh, say, it's the only thing I got going for me, right? Uh, like, I, mean, I can't just send her a fat stack of money and be like, hey, baby. I think you would get way farther <laughs> with a fat stack of money, let me tell you. Oh, so, yeah, it's wow, so people, I get people can resend to you. Now, do you yeah, get they said, unsolicited? Well, the, the key thing DM? is you're talking well, about they're not, sending... they're not unsolicited on OnlyFans. That's literally while we're here. Like, wait, it's a yeah. well, but like, it's unsolicited. Yes. If, if she's letting you follow her, she's basically saying, "Yes, if you pay me, I will rate your dick." No, correct. Yeah, no, I'm saying, I'm saying. So, like, if I just so if, if right now I just log on to the because we've talked here and this is. Yeah, business professional relationship. If I log on, find you on OnlyFans, and I send you a, a dick pic, like it's unsolicited, right? Like, yeah, I've and then paid I'm you gonna a dime. Say, I'm gonna no, say, you have. Do you want, I'm gonna say, do you want me to rate it for ten dollars? And if you say no, then I move on to the next person. I ignore your dick pic. But if you say yes, then I study, <clears throat> I look at it, and then I go and make a report card up for you. Okay. So okay. wait, ten. Hold no. on. No, hold on. I can make $10. She makes $10. Yeah, that was my question. Can we rate for $10 a dick? Like, hey, everybody listen right now. Dick. My name is Nick Watkins LLC. <laughs> Send me a dick, dick, dick for $10. Then I'll tell you what I think. Yep, that's a dick. Yeah. That, one, it's, it's, that one there's a wiener. You're a certificate of authenticity, so we could say. Yeah, I didn't think dick ratings were, I didn't think that was a, because OnlyFans has its own culture, and somebody was like, 
hey, you need to do dick ratings. I was like, I dick ratings? What's I, a dick rating? Why did we bring this up? That was a million questions. Like, what's your highest hang rating? On. What's your lowest hang rating? Hang on, hang on, hang on. I got, I got to call timeout. No. No, I'm bothered now. This is what I'm out here. So you get 50% just for writing your name. I can write my name in the snow. Ooh, can I do that? No, let me <laughs> let me call a timeout here. Dude, think about I just figured out a way to make money alcoholic. I'm gonna drink a shit ton, get an OnlyFans page, and I will spell people's names as I take a piss because I'm gonna piss like a racehorse as I'm shit faced, and you get to see my wiener because I'm drawing a name. That's that's awesome. He's so um, going to be divorced in like two years. So I, you might be. Um, I, I'm I'm going to throw this out there, yeah. Because I know what's going to happen with us, <sighs> Sarah. I have no idea when you need to get off of this, but anytime that you do, you need to let us know. But I have a feeling we're going to have an episode too because we have so many fucking questions I now. We have like a phone. It's a lot. It's a I lot. Have, I haven't sent my. <clears throat> so I, it's a text to my wife because I don't have a pen in my papers way over there. I have just a list of just questions. I have, a, I have a question. Yeah. So I didn't realize that guys wanted their dicks rated so badly. I have no idea. Is, is this a thing women care about? Like, not rating dicks, but, you know, are they like, hey, how do my boobs look or something? I How does my bush, you know? Yeah. I don't think it's like something you care about, but men are like very particular, like, some men really like, I, I'm single, I get a little lazy, you know, so like, I'll take pictures of all stages. And, you know, some men are like, they're into the hair, they love it. Some men only want it shaved, and they'll get like, they'll send me messages like, when are you gonna shave? <laughs> I don't know. I think it's funny. I'm just like, you know, it, it, it tells you how naive I am when you were talking about hair. I thought you were talking about the hair on your head. It was definitely the head of something. Uh, it was the head of so yeah, I, I will pretty, say right now, 25 years of age, I haven't found anything I don't like. Yeah, so, I so. feel like, but some men are like very particular. Yeah, they I'm like not, really. I'm not that They particular. like things a certain way. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah, happy with? The problem is we're married and we're content with our wife. But you know what I'm happy with? What's that? If she takes her pants off, as long as there's not a dick, I'm a happy guy. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. That's all. <laughs> you know, yeah. I got no problem if, if you want to see it there. So I don't. I have a million other questions. Now, have you ever thought, because you said you have hair, and now we have to go into this conversation. Well, sometimes, yes, yeah, sometimes no. But like, okay, so can have you ever gotten a, it wouldn't be a, have you ever gotten a hair artist to like come in and do a scenery, like with, let's say, Mario? Are you talking like a handlebar mustache or something? Right. Like, or, but like, dude, think about it. Like, maybe she, star, maybe she star has the skill to do it herself. Going it, like, I would assume. Why pay somebody, to, why pay wasn't somebody to landscape if you can do but it yourself? If, if somebody was like, hey, I'll I'll pay you $100. I want, I want this custom artwork in your hairline. Yeah, I would do that. But you got to pay, like, if you want something custom like that, you're gonna you gotta pay me. I, I want to know who even can do that. People got a lot of um, kinks. I've learned a lot of stuff. I like, so, bet you have. All right, I'm getting back to me because I'm done. With so, you're someone, sick of my I questions. Pay you to do all like right. So how see how long how long will you be doing this OnlyFans? Like, do you I mean? You already yeah, said you, it's you, been like three months. No, no. Right, how, long like, will, like how long will? How long will I do? Will. Like, do, like, do, you, do you have a financial goal? Like, what? Okay, why? I, we already know why you're doing it, but like, is yeah. there a point where you're gonna stop? You have it set. Are you setting goals and 
Um, are you setting goals along the way to get to that final journey, yeah. right? So at this point, like what I've been doing is working with a PR team um, to try to get out in the media to do some media pushes. I have uh, an article going out in Vice Media this week, Fox News. I've been working with a journalist there. Um, I'm working with my PR team on possibly getting in touch with a ghostwriter and, and writing a book. Um, so for right now, there's like a lot of question marks. Like, am I going to take this? For me, it's it's all about the money. So it's kind of like, can I run... Can I run this up and actually profit from what's happened to me? Um, because I don't have a great answer for that because you have to understand um, I wasn't planning on leaving my job and it's been, this whole experience has been really, really hard on my mental health. Sure. So right now it's kind of like, I'm doing the OnlyFans thing. I'm in the gym, I'm trying to get my mental health back on track so that I can figure out like a good strategy what is next for me. Um, because you can imagine, I didn't anticipate that this was gonna be like a media frenzy. I didn't anticipate losing my teaching job. So I'm not really sure. Like I, I could say that in some ways I feel like very lost because I'm not sure what the next thing is gonna open up for me. But um, I just have to kind of trust that there's going to be some important path carved out for me where I can take this experience and turn it into something good, be maybe at, be an advocate. Sure. Um, how many hours are you working? That's a good question. Um, OnlyFans is very time consuming because uh, you have to make content for the page you have to be available to message it's like a 24 7 job honestly uh because even like right now being on the podcast like i know there's messages waiting for me that i'm gonna check tonight um and i also have to work on creating a funnel or a pipeline to my page so there's all this kind of like um <clears throat> if i don't get because only fans are like flavor of the day so you know if I don't have like a constant new pipeline of fans, well, people are going to get bored with me. They're going to go subscribe to other content makers. And so I have to like constantly hustle um, to, to be relevant. And uh, so it's interesting because I'm also in the middle of all this, learning how to be a content maker, trying to figure out the business side of this. Uh, working with a PR team to create a funnel to my OnlyFans page. So I don't know what one guy I talked to was like, listen, you got a good 10 years because uh, he's like, you're at the you're at the one of the perfect ages for being on OnlyFans. It's like the really young girls make a lot of money and the women that are like 40 years old because you're the MILF thing is very real. There's like a lot of really young men that want an older woman. And I'm in that age of like 50, yeah, 50 year old, 60 year olds. I am really lucky his wife doesn't watch this stuff. <laughs> I actually, I was very, I was very honest with her. I was very honest with her. I said, this is what we're doing tonight. This is what we have. And she said, thanks for telling me. And I, I didn't know age, right? And my wife- Yeah, but you're not effect. like, 
My wife knows her facts. Be like, hey, we're interviewing this woman to get her idea. You know, how I had no idea who... money out of it. Not like, hey, if I were single, I'd be you know dumping on your OnlyFans page, or you, I'd be, you had still you jump had no on idea. your OnlyFans page even well, because you don't read anything I said. That's exactly yeah. it. Like, well, hey, we're doing an OnlyFans version. <laughs> my cat. There's married couples on OnlyFans. Like, that's a like a way for oh, no. married. There you go. God, you no. can spice your life up. I have this woman on my Instagram live and she is like begging me. She's like, listen, my husband and I are like super attracted to you. Will you please do a video call with us? Listen, people are into lots of stuff. Yeah. Don't count it out. It no. could spice your, it could spice I'm, your marriage up. <laughs> no, I'm a very jealous person. I'm the same. Very jealous. But like also I'm willing to just like put my stuff on at any time because whatever i have um, heard that <laughs> from so, my wife but but the other thing is is right like i mean when it comes to it um i don't know like i i i hold myself to or I hold my wife to a different accountability aspect like what than you oh yeah god yes <laughs> your poor wife um, let's say um I say no. You know said it's so it's a double standard. He can very, everyone's got he's got to be barefoot okay. and pregnant. Very much, but, but the problem is, is like so we're talking about it, like, hey Nick, you're pointing to yourself. Well, what? My wife, right? We talk about it. We joke about it on a constant basis. I've had I've had an 18 year old girl broke the crap out of right, and my wife's just like, what? Like, and I've had for me, it's older women. I've had I've had a 50 year old woman stop me and just go, hey you have nice eyes and then go ah and then my wife is like pissed at me because like i didn't tell her i was married and do, like because she knows i'm an older woman said you like, nice eyes it's not like she said yeah, no like to my wife nice this came eyes. over like that because she knows i would give that woman more time than i would give the 18 year old who literally just molested me right like and i'm just like all right whatever but <clears throat> the, the, the older woman oh god it just became over for my wife she, she'd lose it and that's how that's how women get just beat up so, well, I mean, I know when I was like 18, 25 was the best age. And then I was 30, no. 25 was the best age. And no, God, then my daughter got older. And I'm like, like, yeah, that age has <laughs> It's weird that because it. 30, you know, I mean, gosh, 18, right? Like anything, anything above 40s to, to what? There's no end because Dame Timor is what, 70 now? And I still think she's oh we were chatting and he was like listen you he's like if you want to do this you have some longevity here because he's like you're right at that perfect age of 40 he's like that's the the like prime well, yeah. and as financial guys, uh, you know, I think Nick's going to say the same thing I am. Uh, make as much as you can as for as long as you can. That, that's that's my hope <laughs> is to kind of, I want to run up, I want to run up OnlyFans. And um, truthfully, it's like some people on OnlyFans, like they're like, oh, I want a Lambo. I want to listen. I want investments for my kids. Mm. I want to pay my debts off and I want my kids. So it's kind of like, my financial goals are very different because I've been in this poverty cycle. It's like this real opportunity that I have to change my life for the better in an opportunity I never would have had with teaching. I never would have had it. So for me, it's kind of like pursuing what this opportunity 
you you know where where it's gonna take me and if I get to the end of the road and it's like okay I've done everything I can do but I feel like in July when I made 20 grand it's yeah. showing me that the potential is there to make some real money and I'm here for the what did you do in August if we can ask again so after that media cycle went down, my income just started dropping. I'm making about maybe a little more than what I was making teaching. Okay. So you're still, you're still comfortable enough to start grinding and you don't have to go get another job, I guess. Um, Correct. I'm at okay. the point, like I'm hanging out at home. <laughs> I'm dropping my kids off at school. Sure. I, I'm at least making what I was making. Do I feel good about that? <clears throat> no. Sure. Because it, well, it's like the whole point of starting on fans was, but I could see like, um, you know, the more I'm in the media, the more I'm doing podcasts, it's inching back up, but it's kind of, it's a volatile, um, in a very cutthroat industry because you got to imagine all the content makers I'm competing with every day. Well, so, I, I'm going to say, cause Sarah brought this up a minute ago, you know, the long-term goals are investing in stuff. Yeah. Um, you now know a podcast that talks about that a lot. And uh, anytime <laughs> you want to talk investing, we're happy to well, do okay. that. I, mean, I do. Yeah. You know, the same, we have kids and to me, it doesn't, you know, it's funny because I'll help a drug dealer out and I don't care where his money comes from as long as it doesn't affect you know, negative life. I, I went from probably um, being divorced with a credit score of only being divorced. You know, probably a little, maybe over 500, you know, not anything, you know, great or anything to now I'm, you know, I run 750 on average and, you know, that was only, like I said, five, six years now. And a lot of it was just paying off bills. Like I said, it's, it's, and a lot was like, and it was before even the podcast, it was just talking to these guys just being like, you know, do this, do that, you know, invest in yeah. this, you know. Yeah, well, credit I mean, cards well, that pay you for using them instead of, you know, credit cards that do nothing for you. Yeah, and one uh, of the things that I've talked about with my story a lot is like, um, my dad died when I was in high school and he was actually um, homeless and he lived in a park. And my mom was a single mom in a poverty school. And so here I was like first generation college student trying to break this poverty cycle that I grew up in. And, you know, I did for a short while when I was married, but then when I became a single mom on a teacher salary, here I am right back in this poverty cycle that I grew up in as a child. So for me, this is like a very deeply personal opportunity to change the life for my children, you know, because the college degree did not do it for me. And, you know, people, so unfortunately, people's lives don't always turn out the way they hoped. You know, uh, your dreams don't always uh, manifest the way that you, you <clears throat> wished you would. So it's kind of, it's like, well, maybe this is the opportunity that's going to show up for me where I'm going to be able to do this for myself. What I would, like I said, I, I fully agree. You know, I'm the one kind of like you, I'm the divorced with two kids and everything and I mean I I think when I got divorced I was, I was probably at about 70-ish 
thousand at that point, just because of where I was in my career with, you know, how long I'd been at my job and stuff, which, you know, is well over a teacher's salary, but as a male paying child support, you know, it does. I mean, single income with a lot of expenses does not make for, you know, a lot of disposable makes, income. Yeah, it makes for some very desperate financial situations. And that's really why I started the page. Like, well, well at the end of the day, that'll pay for me to have a page. I'll just keep it. I'll use it under my uh, other emails that I use for uh, catfish. For when we, yeah, when we catfish, catfish. <laughs> um, you know, and I think that that's a good point. You know, <clears throat> at the end of the day, especially those of us that have kids, we're we're trying to make their lives better, and it's not necessarily easy, especially with the way the system is set up in this country. Um, no. You know, all three of us, uh, Nick doesn't, but all three of us have degrees and, you know, I, I know Mike is not working in his degree. I'm not working in my degree. And obviously, Sarah, you're not either anymore. <laughs> and if we were, I don't, I know Mike would be making no money. Um, no, I'd be I would, making maybe just about teachers. Yeah. yeah. I, I just the bachelor's. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would be making, you know, maybe 50, and I, I do better than that with, you know, the company that gave me this code. Yeah, like I said, I'm, at, I'm basically at six figures now. Yeah, working I mean, in a field outside of my psychology degree. Well, and even, you know, looking at my wife, she, uh, she worked a lot of jobs. She didn't find anything she liked until she opened her own business. And, and part of it is, and I think this is probably more classified of Americans than it is anybody else's. Most of us want to work for ourselves. We want to be entrepreneurs. We don't really want to work for somebody else because we don't want to be told what to do. Oh God, no. And I I definitely do not want to. Um, actually, the day of my termination, they were like, listen, if, if another employer calls here, the only thing we can tell them are your employment dates. And I said, I will only work for myself from now on. I've set up an LLC and everything. So I feel very committed to, I, I'm thrown in the fire, but I was like, I'm trying to figure this out um, so that I can create the lifestyle that I want and, and be my own boss and, and try to um, carve out the life I want without the demands of employers. Even with that, I mean, with the experience you have as a teacher, you could probably do some, like, you know, STEM consulting and stuff like that if you wanted to, you know, stay in that realm or, like, maybe, like you said, when, you know, you reach the, beyond that age where, like I said, you're in that ideal age for making money and adult content, you know, be like, hey, you know, I spent, you know, 15, 20 years as, you know, a teacher doing especially like the last you know eight to ten you know doing all this like you know stem related stuff i mean it's becoming a very hot topic in the education field because the united <coughs> states realizes we're behind every other developed country yes we are so um now one of the one of the viewers that we have i mean 
we were talking about this kind of beforehand. Yeah. They want to know about taxes, right? Yes. What do your What do your taxes look like? Have you started diving into that type of a thing? Um, uh, yeah. Good question. So OnlyFans takes twenty percent of your income, and then uh, I do need to put aside taxes. What I ended up doing was taking the money that I had earned in July and rolling that into setting my business up and then paying for a PR firm. So my hope is to kind of hit it big again so that I can put the money aside for taxes. Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess the way I feel about it is I don't think really anyone can say a damn thing about a, a, a side job that I'm paying taxes on. Sure. I think you've got, you know, the money you've set aside is probably to an extent deductible because again, it's building, like I said, you've yeah. made an LLC. So you can say the PR firm, you know, all this it other is, stuff is, and almost is expense. Any part of my life is an expense for content. Honestly, my hair, my makeup. Um, I was I say, that was another you know, question I had was, yeah. You know, I mean, do you do you enjoy pampering yourself and and like you talked about school teacher, right? We all know what a school uniform yeah. is. I mean, so do you like do you like shopping? Um, I do because I actually lost a lot of weight. I lost like eighty pounds. And I, I gained it for you. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, so, don't be. My own choice. You know, I I got into fitness and stuff and started feeling a lot more confident. And I started like getting into fashion, getting into clothes, wearing clothes that fit me well and stuff. So that is a fun part of the job is like the modeling part, doing lingerie. Um, but yeah, no, those are all expenses. Getting my, I, and I do like, uh, you know, do, doing the hair, getting my ma- nails done, buying makeup, all that stuff. Um, um. So. So, you know, another question, I guess, is, and, and you've kind of answered a little bit of the first part. Um, what have you done with the extra income? And what is your goals with the initial part of the extra? Yeah, so uh, like I said, most of that income went into rolling into <coughs> getting my LLC set up. And, um, you know, I paid a, a kind of a big amount for the PR team that I hired. Um, so I've been working with them and just kind of crossing my fingers that this is gonna pay off because I do know that OnlyFans, there's like unlimited earning potential on there. There are women that have become millionaires <clears throat> that platform. So that, I mean, that's my hope is, um, to be able to get like a consistent income way up in above my teaching income, but then to work on monetizing my OnlyFans, monetizing my story and monetizing OnlyFans um, so that I can be one of the content makers that make a million dollars. A lot of the content makers that are on there that make really good money have some sort of fame. They have a really big Instagram following. So they're like social media famous or they're famous famous. You know who's the, the top earning content producer? No joke. Some, you know, some dude that's on TikTok or whatever. There's no, a fucking you know, doctor. Um, the Dr. Phil girl, Cash Me Outside. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I can see that. 
That's crazy. I don't know why anybody wants to deal with her, but I can see that. Bad baby, she made forty million dollars, and so I'm like, I mean, good for her. Good for her, but the, it kind of, it shows you that a lot of the appeal or like uh, Black China, you know, these are not particularly women who are well liked or, you know, they don't have a great reputation in the media, but they're famous and they are making lots of money <coughs> and only just from the fame. So, um, you know, that's well, you said, if you can get, like I said, a publisher to like, you know, publish your story and stuff like that. I mean, yeah. that could turn into a TV movie or a in movie a and, you know, so that's what I'm kind of waiting to see how this is all going to shake out for me. Like, am I going to be able to monetize on yeah. the unexpected fame? Not that I'm like super famous, but um, almost everybody read the story about the teacher got that got fired for having an OnlyFans. So everybody but Nick, that's a fact. <laughs> um. Well, you got to have Wi-Fi. I mean, yeah, that does help. Well, you have and, and pay attention and, to the. I, I love the fact now that she's ripping on you. <laughs> I think I think we just became best friends. Right. Um, so now, so the, it's it's a question of, do you find that the more you focus on the business side of this, that you're losing the original part of why you did this? Does that make any sense to you? I guess, sorry. Always, it was always about money. Yeah. Well, like start, but in, in my mind, like when I did this originally, it wasn't like, I didn't have grandiose ideas about OnlyFans. And I will say like, um, one of the things about starting an OnlyFans, like if you look at the statistics, the average person who starts an OnlyFans account makes like $180 a month. So you got to put that in perspective. So even for what I'm making, uh -huh. like I still at one point in July, I was in the top 0.067% of all content makers. Now my subscription page today hit 3.5%. Um, so when I first started this, it was like, any amount of income I was happy. Like if I had a $50 day for posting some pictures, that was awesome. That's gas money. If I had a, I don't know, I was probably averaging like 50 or 60 bucks a day when I just started out. So it was just like, a like trying to catch some easy money, easy extra income. Now, since things kind of exploded beyond that and I lost my teaching job, the the this is much more high stakes for me and, and I feel much more uh, drive to capitalize on what happened and see if I can really make something big of it. Yeah, because now you're basically using it to replace what was your primary income, whereas before yeah. that it was replacing the side gigs you were doing. Yes, it was just like this really easy. I would didn't I didn't have to buy shirts and I didn't have to buy bleach and I didn't have to buy supplementation ink out of my pocket. It's a, it's a selfie and upload it. <laughs> you know. Sure. So so it, it didn't it didn't have like a a, a big expense startup cost like my sublimation business did. It's expensive, isn't it? 
Oh, it was. Nick made yeah. shirts. Yeah, so I still do oh, once in a blue moon. So the funny part is, is when you say sublimation, the first thing I think of is, you know, when dry ice turns immediately to gaseous CO2. Yeah, it is solid to gas, which is the concept of the ink, you know, you heat it up and then yeah. it, yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, so I was like hustling for these shirts and mugs and stuff, but um, I, I could only buy shirts in small batches. <laughs> And um, when the gas prices got so high, my $3 shirt that I was buying with shipping was like 10 or $12. And nobody wanted to buy a shirt more than $20. So now I have a 10 or $12 shirt that doesn't include my ink, that doesn't include my adhesive spray, that doesn't include my time, that doesn't include the special sublimation paper I had to buy. So it was like, here I was like trying to do the side business, but I was spending more freaking money on making the shirt. And then I'd make a couple dollars on the shirt. It didn't make any sense. And I was working so hard. They might need a new round <laughs> of uh, Bucks and Brew shirts. <laughs> well, I, I actually ended up selling my sublimation equipment. Uh -oh. I got like 500 bucks for it, which was way less than you know, I put into it, but I would have bought uh, it for 500. Yeah, you could have easily for 500. Easy. And I sold the mug press every, I wanted oh, it. Out. I think I paid 500 I like, bucks. I'm just... never making a shirt again. Really? Oh, your kids are in fifth grade. Like how do you, oh my gosh, my daughter's in second. I'm over here. She's so excited to have your shirt. Oh my God. I'm over here fucking yeah. making a shirt. I like, did, I'm, it's homecoming I'm, time. I need glitter. Yeah. Like, I made shirts for my kids. I made this cute, Grinch one for my son. It said stink, stink, stunk on the side, but it wasn't like, um, like I don't know. That is, have that is my, well, no, no, actually, my favorite line in the Grinch song is I wouldn't touch, I wouldn't touch you with a, what, 50, 55 and a half foot pole. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, my, my daughter didn't, uh, she didn't wear a single onesie that wasn't, you know, hipster nation made, that's for sure. Yeah. It, it was, it was. Fun. yeah it was a nice creative thing for me but it it drove me further into the poverty cycle I'm not gonna lie like at least with the reading tutoring it was like 20 bucks a section but my boss let me print the books off at work so I wasn't having to like like that 20 bucks was 20 bucks you know but yeah. $20 on <laughs> Yeah, I was making like two or three, you know, and I yeah. and I'm and you know with sublimation, it's like very unforgiving. So if you mess up, you gotta throw the shirt away, you gotta buy a new shirt. It's like no. mm -hmm. it was not it was not a good, it was not profitable. <laughs> I tried though, I was trying everything I could. Well, and that's half the battle right there. And I, you know, Nick and I tend to find people that we like to shove free advice to so don't be surprised if you get a whole bunch of free advice from the two of us idiots well good no i like I, you know i'm at this point like i want to be very coachable because i want to be in a better position in a year and i want to actually someday send a thank you note to that blogger who thought he was going to ruin my life you know like that that's my goal is to turn this whole situation around and um turn it into something very positive
you have hope somebody sets his ass on fire honestly i i do too and if you it's probably a hairy ass it'll probably catch fire pretty well <laughs> easily yeah if you if you check his blog out you will see like mm -hmm. there's there's a theme to it he's very hate filled um it's he's he's bad for the community yeah. he's bad for the community and for me like i take it personal because it's like it was hard to go through it but it's it's equally hard to watch and see him do it doing it to new people mm -hmm. uh you know even that kid that high school teacher the band teacher or whatever it's like the way he humiliates people and and writes these stories about them it's like it's just not right i, I just don't really I, I don't see how he's allowed to get away with a hate blog like that, but it's because um, it doesn't right right now in this day and age, there's actually more support for the hate than <clears throat> there is for actually caring about people in general. Yeah, and, and and hopefully in the next few years that cycle will turn. You know, as you know, certain people maybe go to jail or you know, whatever else it may be. But I mean, yeah, the last, really, you could say six years, eight has been a very accepted part of the United States of America. I mean, you're back basically in the 50s and 60s where hating on women, hating on people of, you know, yeah. different nationalities and races or hating on, you know, like I said, people of different sexual and gender identities was you know filed upon and it's like I said we're back in that you know age and you know <clears throat> even beyond that I mean you mentioned in a lot of it it's you know we're basically sometimes back in the Victorian era in terms of the taboo on human sexuality yes yeah I mean it really feels like we're going backwards in so many ways where um yeah, there's just a lack, lack of humanity. And I, and I did learn and I heard, you know, like, don't ever, ever, ever read the comments. Mm. Oh my gosh, I did that one time on Twitter. And it was like, so mean, like the, the body, mm -hmm. came, the, the, just the comments about me being called names, just people judging me, not even knowing me. Um, I think it, it was hard to read. It was it was hard to read. Um, but though maybe reading the comments fuels your fire a little bit though. I mean, take it from that perspective. Be <laughs> well, like, hey, you know, it, it doesn't hater, though. Hate, it doesn't. Haters gonna hate even like 50 years from now, the haters are still gonna hate. The haters because we can't tell much from just you know what's showing there. I mean, you're a very pretty woman, and you know, you've got nice blonde hair and the color yeah. you're wearing you know fits you well and stuff like that and yeah it's um it's it's just a shame that we've gotten to this culture where we feel so comfortable tearing people down without knowing them without knowing their stories um you know and I just have to really take a step back and understand like that is a very hurting person and they're really projecting their issues on, they're trying to project their issues onto me. Um, and also like, as you, like you, when you get thrust into something like this, I don't care who you are. 
you're going to be polarizing to somebody. It, it doesn't matter what your message is. It doesn't matter if you're a good, kind person. Somebody's going to hate you no matter what. So I think that was good for me to kind of see because um, I'm not meant to win everybody over. But that doesn't mean that my story won't resonate with someone, that I can't be helpful to somebody and um, use my voice in a way that can be productive because my story is other women's stories, you know? So they may not have the platform, they may not get a chance to speak up for themselves, but I get a chance to, so. Well, I think one of the, the most annoying things out there that really social media has brought in the last we'll say 14 years that it's been around is the ability for people to feel their opinions matter and that people want to hear them um it, it leads to a lot of hate and a lot of people saying dumb shit that you know if they yeah. said it in front of somebody they'd get smacked in the mouth for saying it mm -hmm. but they feel yeah. emboldened because they're behind a screen and nobody's going to smack them in the mouth and that's, you know, why, you know, online bullying and stuff has become a thing because there is a level of anonymity, even though, yeah, when you're in, like you say, like a high school, yeah, most of the kids probably know that screen name, but still, you know, there is that point of all you need to do is be social enough to where all of a sudden, you know, hundreds of people outside that school are agreeing with you that, yeah, and I mean, yeah. Go to uh, something I thought about is kind of a line from one of the uh, <clears throat> songs that Roger Waters from Pink Floyd wrote from the wall. And again, it, it talks a little bit, bit about teachers from a negative way, but it was basically like, you know, the 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 character. There was like, you know, when I was back in school, there were certain teachers who would, you know, hurt the children any way they could, you know blah 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 it was basically when they got home at night their psychopathic wives would thrash them within inches of their lives and it's like this is what especially i think these you know haters are doing they're so unhappy in their life that anywhere they can throw that unhappiness onto someone else it makes them feel so much better about themselves yes and even you know even the blogger that did that to me <clears throat> a new perspective on online bullying and how people love to hate somebody and they like the witch hunt you know um and that is why he has any fans at all is because people like the salacious news they like uh the clickbait he he used my nude photos as clickbait but it, it which, which is funny the supposed conservative person is basically yeah. using nude photos of a woman yeah. to drum up support for his cause so that basically he's using sexuality himself nude photos that he paid for he didn't yeah. like the fact that i was using the photos for profit so he used my photos without my consent for his own profit you know it's like how twisted is that? Like you, and you're so worried about porn, but here you are distributing my photos all over Facebook. Yeah. You're not like, he wasn't worried about that. He just, he wanted the clickbait and he wanted to write the salacious story because he knew people would read about it. But it gives me a new perspective. Which is probably, a, it's probably, there's probably a payment side to some of his blog too. 
Yeah. So he's making money off of you. So now it's your turn to make some money off of him. That's it. And it gave me a new perspective for the conversations around online bullying, you know, and I was an adult who endured it, you know, and what bullying looks like for kids and kids who commit suicide over bullying and or online bullying and stuff like it is a very devastating experience. So, you know, that's another topic that I feel like really needs to be addressed. And it's a shame that Facebook will not just um, shut his page down for hate speech. I mean, he has a yeah. pattern. This is all he does. Um, Everything you look at in Facebook, it's they're very conservative. <laughs> Mark Zuckerberg is very conservative. So he's always going to side on the side of conservatives. Like I said, he'll, you can abuse, like I said, you could say, you know, fuck this, fuck that person, whatever, as long as you're on the conservative side of things. But <laughs> You know, you post something saying, you know, Donald Trump is, you know, a rapist and you're going to get banned for a month. Anything. Yeah, it's weird what they pick and choose to censor, uh, which yeah. is why I feel like people actually like the OnlyFans yeah. platform because there isn't the censor <clears throat> there isn't the censorship on there like there is on Facebook platform. And did you know President Trump will deliver remarks at a major rally in Michigan on October 1st? I know that oh, I've reserved tickets like, that I'm not going to use. At least a few hundred tickets that aren't going to be used. I know Mike's reserved some tickets and Jim's reserved some tickets. I bet I know a blogger who's going to be there. Oh, I'm sure he will be there. Maybe we should go and uh, meet him. <laughs> yeah, go say you hello. Come, you, want, you want to come up to Michigan with us? Yeah. I, I would love it and I'm gonna wear like a rainbow shirt and I'm gonna like oh my god you know, gonna, people will have a heart attack just seeing a you, rainbow you, Dave, Dave and I both have vaccinated dad hugs we do because <laughs> Dave got me a vaccinated dad hug a free vaccinated dad hug squad <laughs> you know did you get Nick one this I, similarly since he's a dad I, think I did didn't I get you a vac I didn't get you a vaccinated dad hugs yeah, I mean you know he's got I love you as much He's got the pride on his Detroit Tigers, you know, thing. I think Mr. Levy in there was doing pride on his Chicago Cubs hat. Actually, I, I had my new Tuscan hat. Oh, pride. your new Tuscan hat. I've got my pride cup cozy. <clears throat> nice. I love it. Nick, I know, I know you're chomping a bit here for something. No, no. So they have a million, I have a million other questions and we're going long already at almost two and a half hours yeah so, um <laughs> i i, I guess we'll ask this is sarah when's the first time ever we actually quit here well not this first time ever but we actually have true eye candy on our show we do actually <laughs> well i okay. hope i can i hope i can increase the viewership i always like i'll always link every podcast that i do on my instagrams awesome and on my only fans page too like lots of my yeah. fans go and, and watch all my Oh my maybe God. she'll be maybe, maybe she'll be Jack Razor. Maybe maybe she'll uh, plug us to some people that are like, "Hey, those two ugly guys look kind of nice, right?" Um, so I say before before we go into no, 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 that, just be kind of nice. Plug me as being looking nice. Will you come back? Will you come back on? <laughs> What's that? 
Will you come back on? Because we have a million other questions. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. I say good. Um, I say we'll we'll see where you're sitting in a couple months. How well, things are going? Where the business is headed? I th I think we're still trying to talk and coming up and breaking some shit here and then getting some dessert. Beer. Yeah, you are only in Indiana, so yeah. it's not like it's very. Far. I know I'm close. That actually sounds really fun. Like if yeah. you could like put pictures of the blogger around like, the articles and. <laughs> One of one of the big hits here is you know we put a marker in the room and you get to write down everything you're pissed off about. Yeah. That blogger's oh. name out there. Yeah, I would too. They've got a, they've got a board you can write your feelings before and after your session. I know. <laughs> but don't write too many. I get all angry about that. But you, you can just write dumb shit on a weekend that I write. <laughs> you name will come up and say hi um, to. So quickly, I guess. So where can people find you? um right i mean we're here to make you some money so uh yeah, plug, sure. plug yourself as much as you possibly can yeah so uh all of my handles are love underscore miss sarah with an h okay. so uh if you you can find me love miss sarah on instagram and then on my only fans page now i know you guys are like here for a deal so you're gonna go to love underscore miss sarah underscore unlock and that's going to be my subscription page. And if you go to that link, it's 25% off because I know you like to wheel and deal. You're looking for the deal. You get all my content uh, free. Uh, you get your free dick rating report card. So just message me and you get a guaranteed message response. My subscription page is the only one where I will guarantee that I will respond back to you. If you're on my free page, you haven't tipped me, then, then I may not, right. uh, then I not respond. So uh, yeah, I, if you want to, I feel like it's like, um, I, 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 I might follow you. I, I, I'm not going to go for a dick rate. I would love it. I yeah. don't, I don't want to, I don't want to be disappointed. Yeah, no. Right. Um, I'm gonna go for this dick rating. Just like I'm gonna will. Bring, I'm gonna bring it to my wife and be like, "See, it's a ten. God damn it, it's a ten. I'm doing a podcast with a guy tomorrow, and I I've been waiting to do this podcast with them for like two months. They originally tried getting me on their show like right when I got fired, but my Instagram page got shut down. So I got my Instagram page back, and he was like. I, I rebooked with him. So he's on my OnlyFans page and he was like, um, hey, I'm doing some research for the podcast. Um, he's like, do you really do the dick rating? I said, yes. He said, okay, go ahead and give me a report card. But he said, but don't talk about it on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, how's that research? I said, I Known, you don't do research, Dick. Say, if I would have done that, if I would have known that, I would have sent this shit right before. Could we just could we just do a, 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 a saggy and hairy Paul's rating instead of a true Dick rating? <laughs> I mean, people have said that about my hairy and saggy. I might get a high grade. You will total All package. Right. You know, it may be a D minus. <laughs> you know, for ten bucks. I'm pretty sure I'm gonna be doing a lot. That's less than my. That's that like that's the greatest money fucking thing I've you, ever. You you got to plug yourself to the gay guys though. Like you know some. Oh god, yes, but like I've never <clears throat> heard of people being able to make money by braiding a dick. Like yeah. I didn't know this is the greatest. I didn't know you could become a Look right, at her; like, she's very pretty. I mean, if you're going to get a dick, yeah, honestly, dicks. 
I mean, if it's either going to be straight guys asking a very pretty woman for it, or it's going to be gay guys asking somebody who no, looks like I mean, this head to all of us, it. I mean, of all of us, I've sent dick pics. Never once have I thought, oh, this person's going to rate it. Never once. Now you know. You're sending it to your wife. Which your wife, she already knows what it looks like. You can't say it and send it before then. And she's willing to accept it, you know, once every six months. Never Mm. once did I know. Mike and I didn't have the opportunity to do those things. We're old enough that that shit didn't exist. Is that that when you guys like took the photo, had to like crank the thing around? A dick pic when we were growing up literally would have been Sending the picture, getting it developed, and then sending yeah. it to somebody. A Polaroid. Yes. Could you have, yes. Could you I actually have writing a new resume for myself, like special skills and talents. Yep. Rating dicks. Dick raider. Yep. Dick depends raider. on, depends oh on what God. it is. I, I will tell you right now. I, I, you I, I would love to see that resume. Like, you know, yeah. Pornhub or something like that. It's probably exactly what you, they're looking for. I, I definitely made child porn, and I mean that in a way of what's you were under this. eighteen. I was. I was under sixteen. I took an entire like dickosaurus on a Polaroid, where like I had to keep turning it, and then I turned it in and had them develop it. And just because I really, to me, it was like ah, you have to look at my dick, right? Like, and I thought it was funny. Okay. And they Here's really the question. If it's a Polaroid, them. why was it developed by somebody? Well, because he doesn't know. He doesn't know the difference between a Polaroid and a Kodak. A Kodak, right? Like, actually, the Polaroid you like shake and do. Yeah. Picture. Yeah. So, like, yeah. so yeah, you know, shake, shake. like a Polaroid the picture. Kodak thing, and they printed out all of them. And now looking at it, I'm like, God, you printed out a 16 year old wiener. Like, way to go. And just there was, and I had so many different stances of of things, and to me, it was hilarious as hell because I knew person behind there had to develop it right that's that's the stupid shit we get excited about like it was some old grandma i'm hoping i'm hoping and she probably took my seconds i'm okay like i'm hoping that someday i buy that house and i look at that and go man i know that dick like wait time out that's fine um (laughs) say so uh it's been a very though you may be dumbing dumb by that it might be your wife who's like why does that dick look familiar yeah exactly uh, i mean you'll be decrepit and not know where the fuck you are like, yeah. you kill a whole lot more brain cells every like day or so than your wife does that's very true you guys have researched way too much <laughs> um let's say i i i've enjoyed this episode i appreciate you coming Same. on um you know Brought me into a world I never knew existed, um, which is awesome. You never knew you needed, right? I didn't. Like, <laughs> when now, we do now, the end of your, you know how like weird summary? this conversation is for me. Like I now have to go home to my wife and say I know what the fuck I'm doing in life. <laughs> I'm gonna rate people's. Dicks. I'm gonna rate. I'm gonna be a dick rater, right? Like my friend well, Sarah I'm and I. Keep on a new career path. Like my friend Sarah, I'm gonna tell you right now. Get get dick sent to us. Get the bear sight. She's gonna give her dick rating, and then I'm gonna give my dick rating. Let's say I I do ten dollars per dick grade. If I've like said, hey, if I give you five, will you grade this dick for me? I will all day. And you give the actual thing, so I don't actually have to look at it. Oh, dude, I got you. Like Nick wants to see it. I'm talking to you. I'm talking to Sarah. I, I'm, I'm not so going to share my profits with you. I'm going to share them with a pretty girl. I'm going to say this. 
because yeah. I'm opposite of you. So I remember being with some friends and one of them has a celebrity that's in love with him. Mm-hmm. And he has a picture of the guy's dad. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, and yes. he's like, That'd hey, be- who wants to see so-and-so's dick? And everybody had to look except for me. Because yeah. I don't want to see his dick. Oh. I'm happy to not see uh, it. So my question is, is it, a scale, is it a scale of one to ten? Oh, no, it's like a report card. So you get letter grades. And then I, I have a it's letter grade and I have a little comment section. You know how your teacher would tell you like what my you're doing never well. My what, dick. Yeah, yeah never what do you once. need? It's funny. I have like a little cartoon penis on it and yeah. I, I like mocked it up. Um sags too oh. much instead of talks too much. <laughs> <laughs> Just a narrow urethra. Um, yeah, so, so I made yeah, so I made this little template up. A fan gave me the idea. He was like, "Listen, I really want you to do this decorating for me, but I really have a teacher fetish. Could you make it into a report card?" And I was like, "That's brilliant! Yes, I'm going to do that." So I made. I, I, I made tr- little. Yeah, like, it you is. Do like the the glasses. How many, how many have you the, done? Uh, like, a lot. Like, I, I definitely do dick ratings every day. It's like a very every day. Thing. Jesus Christ. Every, every day. To, to, to go with the teacher fans, you ever do like the thick glasses and stuff like that. And I need to get some. I do have like a sexy teacher outfit, but I also need like the the non-sexy teacher outfit to like, you know, like like Superman or whatever. Like the businesswoman. Yeah, I can. Yeah, you 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 change. It's like the uh, like you know, the warm ups and stuff like that for a basketball court. You know, you got the the button up blouse. You've you've got the cardigan. Yeah, the uh, you know, log pants, and you're like, kapow, and all of a sudden it's the yeah. I think Nick's waiting for the uh, nun uniform. No, (laughs) no. Um, I grew up with nuns. I'm sorry that. I could go with a regular teacher fantasy. I don't think I could go with the uh, the Catholic nuns from the Catholic school. I could go with the Catholic school girl fantasy, but not the Catholic <laughs> school teacher fantasy. Everyone's got a <clears throat> fantasy. Everyone's got a kink. That's what I've learned. Yeah. All right. um, uh, Scarlett Johansson is Black Widow. That's That would be my kink. Yep. You guys are such nerds. The superhero. Uh, no, it's it's no, it's the it's the redheadedness. Yeah. Um, we always like the redheads. Oh, me too. Yeah. But, oh God, you guys are gonna buy a, my goal now is to buy a house. Come on. What? You can just buy a trailer. That's that'll give you a dick money trailer. I can buy a house. Probably. It's crazy. Um, it you would buy a house without a the extra money. money, so I don't know why it, you need this to buy a house. So it's like now it's like a goal, and like I don't know, it's something I right. need to accomplish. You both interrupt, Sarah. What were you gonna say, dear? No, I was just saying it's a whole new world. Like I didn't yeah. even know I got into this that that was a thing. But then yeah. I was like, well, you know, for me being on dating sites, I was getting unsolicited dick pics anyway. Oh yeah. So now it's just a way for me to like have fun with it, and you know. Instead of being like, oh, God, another dick pic, I'm like, oh. Did you reply back and say, yeah, I only give this a, a 2.3? <laughs> yeah. 
No, it's no, Leonard Graves. No, I'm, I'm, C-. I'm, C-. I'm C- like real nice. I've always been like the nice teacher, so. So, <laughs> you're so everybody's you starting to really see. You don't give, I, I will give you an A for curve? effort. Yeah, it's definitely graded on a curve. Um, so, some people are are growers, not showers. So but to me, it's one of those things. It's like I don't understand it because I've been <laughs> never, ever, ever sent an unsolicited dick pic. Ever, never, ever, never, ever, ever. <laughs> I mean, yes, nobody wants to see that shit. Yeah, I can't say I, I would do the naked dance. To you me. would. All right. with my friends, one of the friends who happens to be sitting there, but I mean, there was always a towel covering the dance I was doing. I will say, the only person that ever saw your balls were Ken. And you warned him before. And it was on the golf like course. I, said, so it I, I was. <laughs> it was on the golf course. It was on the golf course. Uh, Nick, I know you're yes, talking. I didn't hit a pass the wind. So I had <clears> not. <throat> I think I had to do, play the rest of the hole with my pants down. <laughs> um, you have to so, do it. As a quick wrap up, Mike's going to keep going. <laughs> um, you know, guys, we appreciate you listening. I want you to like, subscribe, share, tell your friends, tell your family. Sarah, we appreciate you being on here. Go subscribe to her stuff. Um, 11 bucks a month. I mean, you know, it's yeah. cheap. Pretty much like and adopting a kid from Africa, right? I mean, that's right. I feel like that, like, instead of sponsoring an African kid, like, sponsor a poor teacher. No, don't even call it poor teacher. You can call hey, it. I, like, we, sponsor, we will sponsor the poor milk teacher, right? Like, that's what you want. Right at the start of the school year when there was the, you know, request stuff, you know, yeah. buy stuff off of Amazon to send to teachers. Exactly. I bought so many books on Amazon for teachers. The Amazon wish list for the teacher. teaching. Next yeah, time you come yeah. on, we're gonna have teaching so many ways of how to make you money. Yeah, the youth of America. We totally are. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right, Sarah, don't run away because we talk after we stop recording this. Um, thanks again for joining us. I will have all of Sarah's social media links that I can find posted up to the show notes. And uh, next week we will not be live because we'll be on the porch drinking and talking to. One of our if friends, you want to come up to Red Rapids, Rapids, join us on the porch. We we will be on the porch. <laughs> so I'm guessing I, I've got to I've got to just say this. Well, I can say it off the air. All right. Well, anyways, since Mike's going to say it off the air, thanks for joining us, and we will talk to you guys soon. Dialed in to Box and Brews, you might hear something you can use. Like tips on your cash or tips on the suds. You're going to want to use the smarts of these studs. Because they know the brews. And they know the box. And they know they can't help the stubborn fucks. So listen up, because shit's not funny. And save yourself some beer money. Bucks. And brews. Bucks and brews. Bucks. And brews. Bucks and brews.